What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Asigity Sauce. Welcome back to the Sauce Talk Podcast. Today's guest is what I like to call a real shoe Dini, a real shoe Diamond Phillips, a.k.a. Shoe Ferrigno. He's a well-known purveyor of rare collectible sneakers, while at the same time being quite the controversial but well-known comical character and reseller in the sneaker community. When I think of the Nike Air Force One, his name pops into my mind immediately as he is among the top five Air Force One historians and collectors on the planet. Coming off of my last episode, he has also been through some similar rough trials and tribulations with addiction, but since has risen from that, which we'll briefly touch on today. I've known this guy for well over 15 years and love this guy like a brother. So without further ado, welcome my Armenian brother, Pauli Gavelakian, AKA PG Nose. What's up, baby? What's happening, Paul? Al Sigurdi Sauce, we're in the Alcade. That's it, baby. Thank you for coming, man. How do you like the Alcade? It's got good vibes in here, right? It's fucking beautiful. Be a beautiful vibes. I love this place. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good place. Got good energy in it, you know what I mean? It feels like I'm back in the 90s. Yeah, transported you right back. <clears throat> um, most of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, I know, obviously, but you know, this is mostly for the listeners, so you know, don't get too, uh, too caught up in the repetition, if you will. Um, I want to talk about where you're from. Uh, you're originally from Queens, aren't you? Yes, sir. Originally from Queens, New York. What part of Queens? Flushing? And nah, like end of Queens. What people think is part of Queens, they, they think like Long Island. Uh, yeah. L- Little Neck. Uh, Little Neck Clams. Yeah, Little Neck Clams. Little Neck Clams. So, yeah, it's when people think Queens, they think more like, you know, Corona, Flushing, Jamaica, that part, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, still, it's, it's like the end of Queens. Um, lived there most of my life growing up. Uh, family moved to Connecticut when I was 15. So, you know, like half my childhood was there, half oh, was okay. in CT. So, but I was always going back to like, you know, it was like, it was like the first year of high school going there. So it was, I always wanted to, you know, go back, hang out with my friends in Queens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Connecticut is like more so suburbs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, um, so you got to tell me about your childhood growing up. You have a little brother, right? Yeah. Little brother, little sister. I'm the oldest. Um, oh, you are the oldest. Four-year difference between us. Oh, interesting. Um, you know, normal childhood. You know, nothing crazy. Was your brother into sneakers like you were? Um, I, he kind of got into it, yeah. I kind of got him into it. Not, you know, nothing near where I was or am. But, like, if he sees certain shoes, he'll, he'll know what it is, you know? He'll know when they came out, you know? Yeah, yeah. What about um, in your family? Do you have any, like, older influences like when it came to like hip hop culture or sneaker culture, because I had a, I had quite a few personally. Yeah. Did you have anybody that like older cousins or anything that like were into stuff that you always looked up to? Not not in my immediate family, no. But um, you know, just my friends. Yeah, like neighborhood cats. And with, shit. Yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where all the you know. I mean, TV. You know, TV a lot. I fucking MTV. Yeah, yeah. All that sort of video music box growing up. Oh, the best, bro. Yeah. For all the money I used to make my mother spend on the video. How much were they? How many, how many cents of video were they? Oh man, you would order shit on video music box, dude. I do. Nah, I was I wouldn't, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't order anything. I would just watch it. No, nah, I was ordering shit. I'm like, mom, shit. can you? Because I like, dude, I, I would wait. Like one or two. I don't know. Yeah, 
I would wait sometimes. Like there'd be a video where like you want to see and like you're waiting fucking 40 minutes and it doesn't pop on. You're like, all right. So I would beg my mom and she would, she was, you know, my mom was the best. She would down, she'd be down wow. for all that. Yeah. I, I spent quite a few pennies playing some Raskast videos and all that shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I did it all, man. So me personally, you know, most of my life, I, I grew up in the suburbs, but I had a lot of family that grew up in the hood. So my mom and father, well, my mother was born in Puerto Rico. She moved here when she was younger. Yeah. But my dad, his whole life, grew up in Patterson, grew up on River Street. So like my family, my mom grew up on Madison Ave. So like a lot of my family's from Patterson. My cousin Louis still lives there, you know, yeah. the whole nine. So, you know, I grew up around the city lifestyle and I had a lot of urban influence, but I didn't physically really live there. I lived in the suburbs most of my life, yeah. which I'm thankful for. But the only reason I had any sort of urban influence was because of the people around me, which was, it was good because I had the best of both worlds. You know, I got to sleep at night in the suburbs, but then I got to go to the hood and, and develop, you know, uh, some sort of street smarts, if right. you will. And as well as graffiti, hip hop, sneaker influence. But you, you got a different story because- you know, you grew up in NYC. You grew yeah. up in, in the Mecca. Right. You know, the Mecca of all things hip-hop, whether it's sneaker, culture, graffiti, all that stuff. So it's probably the most influential city on, on the planet, let's be real. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So what was it like for you growing up in New York? I mean, when you're involved in it and you're living in it, sometimes it, you can't reflect on it until you remove yourself from it. What was it like and what was the impact that city had on you growing up? Yeah, I mean, just probably mostly just being in school and being around, you know, certain people. It's just like you're so close to like, you know, Jamaica Ave or like, you know, yeah. there were a lot of, you know, hip hop shit happened, you know, in yeah. the 70s, 80s. So, you know, it's just mostly like people you're around, like seeing, you know, once you're, like you said, once you're in it, you don't really realize it's, it's you know, what you're, what's happening. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Because you're too deep in it. Once I, like once I, once we moved to Connecticut, it was like, you know, it wasn't. It's kind of like New York, but it, well, you, it's not really the same, you yeah, know, type, type of people, like people are dressing different, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like the sneaker shit was kind of the same, but, you know, it wasn't anything like New York, you know? Yeah, yeah. But just being in, in New York, just influ you know, anything like that just influences you, you know? I can only imagine. I mean, like I said, that's the mecca for like yeah. all things that I loved growing up. So I couldn't imagine like being fully immersed in it on a daily basis, you know yeah. what I mean? So that um, must have been a treat. I, I remember mostly like the late '90s, you know, when like Super Thug came out. Oh, so or like shout out Nori. You know, like nah, probably the first albums I bought was. I don't even think I bought Illmatic my, as my first Nas album. I think it was written was the first first that one. I, first one I actually bought. I think I bought it from the Wall in in Bayside in Bay Terrace. Oh, wow. Actually, yeah. Um, you know the Firm album. <sighs> Do you uh, remember that cassette tape? Thirty Six Chambers um, cassette. I don't. I bought a couple cassette tapes, but not. Well, the firm was special because it came in like a cigarette box. You opened it like oh, a pack of Marlboros. Oh shit! Wow, yeah. I haven't thought of that in yeah. fucking twenty five years. Holy yeah, shit. you remember that? I had mm -hmm. that man. I don't have it anymore. I think my cousin. Shout out my cousin Jeanette. She might have that. Wow. I remember, it came in a like a cigarette. I pack forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah bro. Remember the and the, the NORE CD, the actual cover, the CD art. It was like. There was smoke on it. It was like blue, and it was like yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't really see when Damn, I was a kid. That's, I haven't, I haven't seen that yeah, CD yeah, yeah. in years. That that was. I remember summer '98. That's when. That's when we moved, and I went to summer school, which I didn't really have to go to summer school. But my boy James was with me, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just go." Because oh, like okay. certain certain thing like didn't cross over when I moved to Connecticut. It was for my math class or some shit. I failed. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I didn't have to go, but. I still went just to like spend the summer with him and like just yeah. like hang out. 
It was, and we, and we moved in that September. That was like going into 10th grade, I think. Oh, okay. So I just remember fucking that, that summer, it was, it was Super Thug and that Nori album just, was just playing. That's just, that's just always like embedded in my fucking head. Bro, that Pharrell you know? production and all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, That's the best part about music is you could associate it with like what, going, was, what was going on at that time yeah. in your life. And Super yeah. Thug was, a, was definitely that. And you know, you know I have a memory of uh, that when, when, when uh, Biggie died. And Puff came out with that uh, that tribute to Notorious B.I.G. CD. Yeah. It had like four songs on it. Yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. Every Step. Yeah, yeah. I remember that shit I mean, with the Sting he, he sample. performed at the VMAs. Yes. I remember that Dancing CD. Dancing around. I remember being on 21st and 25th just playing that with all, mm. all the dudes in my cousin's hood. And just that was a, that was a special moment too. Also, um, also I, went to, I went to camp in 95. What kind of camp? Summer uh, camp? It's like summer camp, yeah. My mom was the cook for that camp. So we went there free. Oh, dope. And this is... Um, Shout out your mom. Yo. Yeah, my mom's the best. Al met her last week at my baby shower. Finally. We'll, I, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that soon. <clears throat> so my counselor in my cabin, he was, he was, it was all Armenian camp. Like half, you know, American Armenian people, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, Camp Newbar, summer 95. And my, my counselor, his name was Hendrik. I've never seen this guy until after, after that. After that, since that summer, I've never seen this guy in my oh, life. Oh, wow. I really, I'd like to know what the fuck he's doing. If he hears this for some reason, Kendrick, I think his name was Kendrick. Kendrick. So he had, he had, a, he had a, a vinyl player in our cabin and he had the fucking, uh, he had Mob D's first album. Uh, Infamous? Or, or earlier, I think Juvenile it was Hell on Earth. Uh, oh, so that's the third. Juvenile yeah. Hell it was the first the, one. No, not Juvenile Infamous. I think it was Infamous, yeah. The best so one. he had that shit on vinyl. I, I don't think in 95, I don't think I knew who Mob D was. That was like probably the, my first introduction to him. He would be he would be playing this shit while like you know <laughs> we're going to sleep at night. I'm like, bro, who? He had Wu Tang Thirty Six wow. on vinyl. Man, that dude was sick. Damn, but he was like, like this thug that Armenian dude. I'm like, wow, like where did this guy come from? Is he was like that dude like, from he was fucking like upstate Glendale. New York in the fucking near the fucking Adirondacks, wherever the fuck that shit is. What's that cast name from Glendale? The one with the tattoos that was skull fucking that girl. Wait, who? That that thug Armenian cat from uh oh oh, from Cali. oh oh yeah yeah. What the fuck is his name? Ah, uh, Vahe always posting. Gary, Gary, no, Glenn, no. Glendale, Gary. No, 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 no. The the the, the dude that was fucking oh, that girl. Oh, skull. The, oh, yeah, yeah. The Mexican dude. He looks yeah. Mexican, but yeah, he's all, Armenian. All, all Armenians in California look look Mexican. What's that cat's name though? Not No Limit. The other guy. I don't know. That's he probably was I like forgot. him. Nah, yeah, like a skinny, <laughs> like a skinny version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everybody that knows you associates you with sneakers, obviously. So sneakers in general have been a big part of your life, like you know, for the most part. What was your earliest memory of sneakers that like stained your brain forever that like you realized sneakers were really special to you growing yes. up? Yes. Probably earliest was probably had to do with basketball, you know, Jordan, late eighties. Um, probably like my first shoe that I went crazy for to own was probably uh Kevin Johnson Converse uh run and slam. The grandma Moshits? No, no, the Kevin Johnson, not, oh, not Larry Kevin Johnson. Johnson no. Black with the purple, it had yes, like a purple yes, yes. toe cap. Uh-huh. Had the React gel on the bottom. Ooh, that was a shoe I had. Gel. I was like, man, I went crazy for that shit. I had the grandma Mas after that. I think it was after that, like right before. Uh-huh. The with the black with like the flap in the front. Yes. Man. After that, it was my first Jordans. I don't know. My first Jordans were probably the Jordan, maybe the twelve or the thirteen. I didn't. Have, I don't think I had anything before that. My cousin Steve had the black and red playoff eights. Oh yeah, when those we were popular, kids, yeah. the original pair, ninety three. I fucking despise eights now. You don't like eights? Nah, they're comfy. 
Nah, I don't like huh? those shits, bro. I like the aquas. I like That's the way they the look. One. Some Jordans like you like the way they look, but not on your foot. You know? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't, bro. I'm, bro. I'm not that tall. I got like an eleven and a half shoe. Yeah, we're and the my same fucking size. legs are like stilts. Yeah. So when I you wear nice legs. when I wear a fucking <laughs> shoe, it's huge. You know, like them Jewish kids that walk down no, the block. So. They we're like, like a, the same height, and yeah, fucking, it doesn't really look that weird. That's all in your head. Nah, bro. I can't. Like I could never walk down the street in a pair of Pippins. Really? Oh, Pippins are so bulky. It looked like I'm walking oh, Pippins, on phone that, that was my. That was a real childhood what, Pippin? gem. Pippin ones with black and red. I had those. I had the more up tempos, which I just recently got the, the 2023 retro. Yeah. The more up tempos is probably my favorite childhood shoe. Black and white. Yeah. Bro. For me, is the Atlantic Blue Penny 2. Oh, man. That was special. I never had the Penny 2 when I was a kid. I wanted I them bad. in 96, bro. I wanted those bad. And that's the thing, like I told you, growing up for me, I was in the suburbs. Yeah. So like I came to school, my mom had the authentic, you know, Penny Hardaway jersey with the matching oh, authentic the, the blue. Pinstripes? I was the only cat. Yeah. Oh man. Hell yeah. I was the only bro, I told you. Yeah. I grew up in like a there were maybe three black kids in my school as a whole. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, and then he was like a straight up dorky white kid practically. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. like that's how it was. So like I love that shit, that whole influence. Um were you into collecting anything else besides sneakers younger, or were you just like uh, really just a sneaker guy? Definitely basketball cards. I, I sold a bunch like 15 years ago. I found my stash. Imagine now if you went to my parents' them, house. Bro. I don't think there it was anything crazy. I had a few Kobe rookies. I had Iverson rookies. Okay. I had like a Jordan late 80s card. Oh, okay. Nothing, nothing crazy. Because now they go for cheese, bro. Yeah. Some of them shits go for cheese. Yeah, the that, pandemic made them all skyrocket. Yeah, the hobby's coming back. Yeah, bro. Or it's back. Been back. Facts. Yeah, the, the Air Force One is clearly your favorite silhouette of all time. It's the greatest shoe of all time. Yeah. So what is it about that shoe that you like held sacred to you that, that made it your favorite shoe forever? I think it's cause just because I it was one of the first shoes I had like multiples of and it was cheaper than buying anything else. Like you couldn't I'm sure I had a I had a couple uh semi-expensive basketball, Nike basketball shoes growing up. The Air Strong, actually. Uncle Hutch. My Uncle Hutch, you know Hutch. Shout out to Hutch. The best uncle in the world. He bought me my first expensive, quote-unquote, shoes. Uh, the Air Strong, black. Mostly wow. black. This is 94, I think. Black suede with the white swoosh and the air bubble in the back. And it had like those things on the side, like those little yeah, yeah. teeth-looking things. Yes, yes. Lonzo Morning Warm, I think. When I was talking to your Uncle Hutch last weekend at your baby shower, he brought yeah. that up. He was like, he would always bother me for the sneaker. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Hutch is a boss, bro. Yeah, he's the best. That dude's a straight boss. But that was like always like your favorite shoe of all time is that Air Force. Yeah, so the Air Force, I had, I had like, I think my first one was a Jewel in like 96, maybe like a white black mid top. I had a gray suede from 98. I had those originals. I had, you know, obviously I had a couple white on whites, a lot of white on white mids until like late. Late nineties, early two thousand. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, it's just like there's so many different colors, and like once it got to like early two thousands, the message boards coming along. Nike talk, uh, yeah, and all that. yeah. Nike talk. Um, Nike Park was before Nike talk. I'm sure we'll right. talk about that. Um, but yeah, just it, there's just so many freaking colors. And once message boards started coming around, you want to all the all these colors from overseas are popping up on your message Oof. board. That you never even knew what the they existed. existed, yeah. And you would see, you would go in these magazine shops. You know, you would see people posting these Japanese magazines. You find the nearest store. I, there was a store in, in uh, Rockefeller Center. I would go to right now, right by the tree, the the Christmas tree. I would go there. and They had all these shits, like early two thousand. All the magazines. Yeah, so I would see what 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 existed. 
So you go on eBay, so you try to find all this shit, you know? Yeah, bro. Old eBay was the best. Oh, man. You I've been, find I've been deals a member since, what, 99, 98? Yeah, I, I was a member of 2000. That's when I first mm. became. You're a couple years older than me, right? You're two years? I'll I'm be, 37. I'll be, yeah, I'll be 40 in December. Yeah, so you're th- about three years older. Oh, you're only 37? Yeah. Jeez. I'll be 38 in March. <laughs> yeah, bro. Wow. Yeah, I'm shot. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a late start. My kid's coming soon. You have, you have a five-year-old, right? Four He's year old. four. He'll be five. Uh, yeah. Shout out Maximilian, my boy Maximus. Yo, Maxi. Max is the goat, bro. I love that kid so much. He's um, a good kid. <clears throat> one thing you were huge on, dude, was mm. you went you went fucking, I got to be honest, you went overboard with the IDs. Oh, yeah. Dude, how many fucking IDs did you make? Man, so IDs started, my obsession with IDs started at 255 Studio on Elizabeth Street. Yeah. I the mean, original. Yeah. Even though I was all fucked up on drugs and shit, <laughs> I must have made like fucking 20 pairs. Then. 20, maybe 2030. Then. Yeah, then. This is 2006. How many now? Oh, now, now. From I probably, then till now, how many do you did you have made? Probably like 300. 300 Holy 350 shit. 350 maybe. And then that's not including Bespoke's either. No, nah, Bespoke only made one. Oh, you only made one? When Bespoke was introduced, I, I was broke. So I, I was like, fuck, these shits cost 800 bucks. I'm like, I'm not, I can't, I don't have that. I'll never forget when 21 Mercer first opened. Shout out Dave Erica. I remember that shit. Yeah. I went there to the opening day. Oh, did you? I was at the party too. 08, right? 08, 08 I was fucked I was up. at the party. The, the, the tickets were like yeah, Super Bowl I wanted tickets. to go, but I was like, I'm just going to get high tonight. Dude, Beyonce's <laughs> walking by me, Spike Lee. Beyonce. Like it was, it, it was, was crazy. Mark Ronson was DJing mm. that night. He was spinning I remember Black reading Moon about it online. That. Yeah, yeah. I was fired, dude. That store was dope, dude. Oh, that, yeah. that store has a special place in my heart. The first few years of that store was like nothing like the like nah. last. Uh uh-uh. Last years of that store. Nope. Totally different place. Busy yeah. peas and all that came yeah, through yeah, those yeah. doors. That was a special place. Shout man. out Will Will Spin. Uh Will Spinny with the with the magic hair. <laughs> Yo, if you could if you could pick, like, I'm sure it's probably hard for you, but I have a feeling you you're able to. What are your top five sneakers of all time? Not including an Air Force One, because obviously that's your number one. But yeah. if you could just pick top top five silhouettes that Not like an Air Force One. Okay, so Air Max Plus. Oh yeah, that's your favorite. That's my favorite Air Max of all time. Let's see, Air More Up Tempo for sure. Yeah, you do love them. It's just too cloggy. Yeah, for me, they, they, they're guy. pretty bulky. Only dope, only though. a few colors. Like once you get into like the Olympic color, like it's too. It just looks like the elongated letters. It looks yeah. it looks weird. I don't know. I just don't like that. It's a nice shoe though. It's classic. Yeah. Maybe maybe phone posits. Phone posit three, one. Yeah. yeah. That's three. Phone posit. Yeah. Phone posit air more. Um what's all Air Max Air Plus. Air Max Plus. Which I love. Damn, what else is there? The dunk? I guess the dunk, right? Regular dunk or, yeah. or regular dunk low. I actually prefer the the SB dunk look yeah, than a regular yeah. dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something about that chunkier tongue. Much pause. more much more comfy. Yeah, yeah. Pause. Much more comfy. Yeah, I actually love those. What yeah, else is that? Oh, Jordan 3? Say Jordan 3. Yeah, you throw, have to. Throw a Jordan I'm wearing man. them right now, actually. Yeah. You have to. What was that, 2018? That's a good one. That's a good one. This one, yeah. yeah. This is a this is a fire one. I had those, I sold them. So now now since we got that out of the way, what are your top five AF ones? Top five Air Force, damn. This changes all the time. This is tough. Damn, I know the vibe has to be in there somewhere. Yeah, you still have vi- your vibe? Yeah, I still got my vibe. I had two pairs originally. I, I sold one. Um, vibe Air Force One, PlayStation. Oh, which one though? Co- With the patent first or one. First one. Okay. Kobe denim PE. Ooh. Yeah, I still got those. Um, maybe like a two thousand. Well, there's there's a bunch that not many people are gonna know what they are. There's like 
early 2000s, late 90s, like Euro with like the embroidered swoosh. Oh, those are fire. Certain colors. There's like five of those that are always in my like top 10, but nobody's going to really know what they are with just me saying them. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm sure some of us in this like there's like a there's a French blue with like the embroidered swoosh. Man, those shits are so crazy. I, I love the embroidered swoosh. I just found swoosh. those like five years ago on IG. Some store in Japan had them. Uh, the hollow the hollow embroidered swoosh, right? Which one? What's that green one that has like that hollowed embroidered swoosh? Oh, that's the Hong Kong. I love that one so yeah, much. Yeah, Hong Kong is good. I love that joint. Um Taiwan ain't in there, bro. Taiwan. The OG Taiwans. Yeah, the the the, the retro was good too. But I love Taiwan's, bro. Is uh, I think it's got to be like it's got to be wearable for me for it to be in my top five. Okay, Taiwan's wearable, but it's like that patent just creases crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't it's know. bad. It's bad. Yeah, it pr- probably Independence Day jewel mids. Yeah, I still got my. Pair. You love you're the one guy. Yeah. that loves mids and like they're the most frowned upon silhouette of yeah, all time. I don't know. I just always remember. I don't know where I grew up. It was everybody wore mids. Everybody in my middle school had jewel mids on. Everybody. Jewel mids were dope. Yeah. Just, I like highs the best, to be honest. High? Mm-hmm. More than lows? Yeah. I thought you were, you were a low guy. Nah, I like, dude, that purple high is unbelievable. Oh. It's godlike. I just sold my original pair oh. a few months ago. <laughs> I didn't you get that much. I got like 750 Doesn't matter. That's, that's like yeah. one of the best shoes of all time, bro. That's, I should have kept them. I love that shoe. I like the mushroom lows, too. Oh, pause. I'm, I'm sure they're going to bring that back. You like shrooms? <laughs> the, the fucking mushroom. I love that one, bro, with that blue, that, that navy blue check. It's just like, that was just like such a, it was like ahead of his time, that color. Yeah, a, yeah. the mushroom. And the linen, obviously. The linen is drop dead gorgeous. Linen, I don't know. Linen's cool, but it's like. No, I love that shoe. Like that, that, that colorway just became popular like once IG started getting popular. I don't know. I think Mayer single-handedly made that shoe yeah, really popular. Yeah, maybe. But it's like a, I don't know. It's a, it's a great colorway. Don't get me wrong, but it's like people just make it out to better than what it really is. You know, I don't know. That's, yeah, just, that's just me. It's yeah, a good I, I shoe. It, it is a really nice shoe. I like that one a lot. But the mm-hmm. jewels are definitely, definitely something. Uh, yeah, a lot of people special. don't like the jewel. The jewel swoosh. I like it. I love it. Yeah, I think they're great. Like a white. This is white NYC low top from like '98, and it's like a, it's got like a lacquer upper. Like a it's like a weird leather. I don't know. Can't even like Google this shot. I'll find a picture. I really love. I think. I think they're underappreciated. Is the Bobito highs, the beef and broccoli and the wheat? Oh. To me, those are just like yeah. That was like peak Packer day. Dude. Packer shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that Jersey I, I City or that was T neck? Uh, I think he had some at both, but that was more of a Jersey City thing. Yeah, because that Jersey City had the tier zero account at the time. Oh, even really? though Mike got whatever he wanted. Oh, Mike! Shout out, Mike! Rest Shout out, Mike, Mike Packer. Oh, oh, that Mike. Over that Mike. Sorry, both of them. Definitely Shout not. Rest out. in peace, Shout Mike Packer. He's the best. We'll bring Mike up later. But um, wait, wait, hold on. Speaking of Bobito, I got you know what I got. Oh yeah, I got, got Bobito's one of ones. One right? of ones. I got that low top and I got that mid. <laughs> that mid nobody ever even knew existed till I got him. Shout out to DJ Cucumber Slice, bro. You know, you know his voice is in my intro, right? Is it my intro music? Really? So if you hear in the music, you hear Elsa. You ever hear that part? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's actually him because shout out. I'll, I'll go off on a tangent real quick. Me and DJ Lanny Brew, shout out Lanny. Oh Lanny. We were going. I was organizing a mixtape to drop at Packer Shoes. Wow. And I wanted a drop for it. So Bobito was there releasing his pro kids. This is when I still worked at Packers. Remember yeah. the pro kids that he was dropping? Yeah, yeah. I have those two. I still have a signed pair of the Army Olive one. Um. So he came by and we took him in the back room. We're like, look, we're about to do a mixtape for the store. We gave him the whole rundown. Can you do a shout out? So he's like, yeah, sure. And I'll play the audio for you. I don't have it on me. 
Yeah. But he says, shout out DJ Lanny Brew. And for some oh, reason, shit. with my name, he just drew it out. He's like, Al Sus. <laughs> Pack of shoes, rock, rock on. That's what he says. Oh, shit. So I've had that drop for years. I stopped working at Packers in like 2010 or whatever it was, yeah. 2011. Yeah. So we never used that. So when I was doing this podcast, I'm like, yo, I need, I need like some sort of vocals chopped into the beat that my boy was making. So I asked Lanny, I'm like, yo, I don't have that file. He sent oh, it to wow. me. And he, I chopped up. He keeps up. everything. Yeah. So that's, that's Bob Ito. Wow. In my, uh, I got to tell my him about that. I'm, I'm going to text him to him later. I'll send you the audio of, of the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. drop. Um, but I got those one of ones. That's fucking insane. Oh, they're nice. That's an insane story. Yeah. They're very nice. I'm not going to say I got them. But, <laughs> well, I got them from Bob Ito, but, but you got them. You yeah. got them. Um, so everyone growing up, like especially when you're deeply immersed in the sneaker culture, you always have your favorite one or two stores that yeah. you like to shop at. Yeah. Um, for me, I was going to downtown Patterson a lot. And I was going to uh, Market and Broad Street in Newark, you know what I mean? But there's also certain stores that you never forget. Yeah. What stores for you growing up really connect with you and sneakers and, and picking up certain gemstones? Probably like... A lot of it was, um, well, besides like the regular Soho shit, like A Life and Nort, and besides the boutique, I'm talking yeah, like yeah, mom yeah. and pop, you mom know and pop. When kid, oh, there was, um, there was one on on Northern Boulevard in Flushing, I think, like right before Main Street area. Okay, I forgot I forgot the name, but they had a bunch of jewels like late '90s. It wasn't it wasn't that long until after they released, but I grabbed a bunch of their shit there early 2000s. Um, oh wow, there was. Um, in New Rochelle, there was a place called Mr. Sports. Oh, yeah. I cleaned them out in like, actually, this is early. This is like 01. So I, I, so I went to Iona College in New Rochelle. So I'm like, oh, I'm, like I'm like one of my lunch breaks. I'm like, oh, what's, what's, what's around here? You know, this yeah. is like me if you're getting familiar with Westchester area because we, we're, you know, we're in Connecticut at the time, but I, I'm going to school in Westchester. So this Mr. Sports, um, I grabbed, man, I grabbed maybe like 30, 40 grand worth of shit there. Oh, wow. I go in there. I'm like, there's a lot of old shit on on the walls. I'm like, what do you, what do you have in the basement? What do you have in the back? So he's like, oh man, he's, he doesn't know what this shit's worth. So I go in there. He lets me in the back, pause. Um, I, I leave there the first or second time of me being there. He gives me like a hundred pairs on Damn. the arm. I leave, my, I leave my license with him. He sees my car, blah, blah, takes takes a picture of my license plate. So I take 100 pairs. This is like one of my first reselling stories. So I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here. It's all right. So I, I end up reselling all this shit to uh, Eric, my boy Eric Eways. He's, he was part of uh, Sneaker Pimp. Shout out oh, to Joe. Wow. Shout out Joe Sneaker Pimp. Wow, Sneaker My boy pimp. Joe. So I drive all this shit to Brooklyn. He was like one of the only few people I knew that, that I could sell all this shit to. So a lot of this shit ended up on sneakerpimp.com. That was like one of the first big resale sites. Yeah, yeah. So I took all this shit to his house. I think Eric had to like, this is early, early. He had to like borrow some money from his dad. I'm sure he had it though. Um, I think I think he gave me like 15K or some shit like this. Maybe, maybe a little less. I, I really can't remember Which the is number. a drop in the bucket compared to nowadays. Yeah, I must have made like a few grand on that on that deal. So I went back with, to Mr. Sports the next day, but all cash. He couldn't believe I sold all that shit. Oh, wow. So he still has shit in the basement. This is, he had like, he had like old Adidas boxes, all old Timberland boxes, all Air Maxes, Air Forces. I got I got purple highs from that drop too. From oh the, yeah, from the, yeah, yeah. There was, he had like three or four original purple highs. That I was, love that those. Was, that was bro, insane with the white strap, man. 
So Yonkers, there was a spot in Yonkers too, uh, which I got with my boy Dan, aka Elmo Sucks. <laughs> Elmo Sucks 12. I'm sure people remember that name. Yeah, me and Dan cleaned out this spot in Yonkers. Um, kind of like by that square, kind of like downtown Yonkers, like the hood area, sort of. Um, we got a bunch of shit from out there. But yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, like A Life before they had an account. Yeah, back they had in the a bunch day. of wow, yeah. they had a bunch of uh, overseas shit. I got this green, excuse me, this green suede jewel from A Life for like two hundred. This is like a ninety eight pair. Ooh, I still have them. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. You gotta send me a picture of those later. Yeah, those those are hard, tough to find. All yeah, that, all those A Life Nort. Nort was the best, bro. Nort was the best. They had all the Euro shit. Shout out Alex Diamond. He worked there. I think uh, Roscoe worked there. Alex Diamond is the yeah. best, bro. Remember Roscoe, right? You worked at mm. Mercer? Yes, I do, yeah, I do, yeah. I do, guy. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super tall. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, you're, you're taking it back. You're, yeah. taking, you're taking it really back. What was the, um, speaking of like those stores and you clearing out, what do you think was the illest shit you've ever secured? Was it that one that you're just telling me now or was there like another time where you like, you're like, wow, you're shaking when you left. Like, I can't believe I just came off with all this. It, it was probably it was probably that first that first big haul, yeah. All those original Air Forces and Air Maxes, yeah, yeah. I still have pictures from all that shit. I gotta find it. It's on a hard drive somewhere. Oh, is it? I gotta find it, man. What you should dig them up and then do like a whole week of you posting them on your Instagram. Oh man, I think I've, I think I posted most of them. Oh, this is like years ago. This is like 2014, 15. Yeah, when you I, had when you had the low Caesar. I gotta <laughs> I gotta post these shits again. <laughs> your shit was so low, you could see your scalp through it shining. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was a uh, oh, but but cleaning out shops. SP talking about Dan. Um, me and Dan would would go to like upstate New York. I think even some parts in Jersey. We would clear out skate shops. We 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 bought like fifteen pairs of Heineken SBs when they when they first dropped. Like before the store put them out. This is upstate. Uh. This is TSX in upstate New York, like near Albany. I think I threw the manager like two hundred bucks. I think his name was Alec. Shout out Alec. I don't know where the fuck he is. Well, that's the thing. Years ago, like in the beginning of like SB's infancy, the first couple of years, you were able to come off like that. Because yeah, stores yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't privy yeah. to what was good. Yeah. I remember I went with this Asian cat named Tan. You ever meet a guy named oh, Tan? Oh, you know Tan? Yeah, bro. You know that guy? Yeah, I know Tan. That tall Asian I haven't dude? talked to him mad long, yeah. Bro, him and I went out to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Wow. To pick up the Heinekens at retail. Yeah. And he had a pair of... um uh. Denim Supreme Low SBs, the black ones. Yeah, mad shit. And he was going to sell them to me for like, I think it was like 300 bucks. But like, dude, I was only like 16 yeah, years yeah, old. Yeah, I had yeah. like no money. So I didn't buy them. But yeah. I took them out to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I went, I went with that guy, me and him. That's yeah. like a guy. I'm yeah. like a fucking kid. I drove, to, I drove to Philly a couple times for SBs. Uh, I forgot that shop in Philly. It was a skate shop. I don't know. I didn't go out there too often. Um, this was in Bethlehem. I was out in West yeah. Bubblefuck, bro. That's like Amish country. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I was out there. Tan, yeah. Tan was at the opening of Premium Goods in Brooklyn. This is when they Tan didn't was have everywhere, a, bro. This is when they didn't have an account. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a long Them time. Them Asian cats, bro, they infiltrated the system heavy. Like mm-hmm. every store knew who they were. They they did their thing. You know what I mean? They were they were uh they were all over the place. Well, speaking of like crazy pickups and stuff, I know you got a good vibe story to tell me. Okay, so Vibe Air Force One, probably one of the most, back in the day, it was tough to get. It's still tough to get. Maybe like 50-ish pairs made. Well, I think Easy, maybe 100, yeah. maybe 100. So I think most were given out the celebs. Mm, a few Nike people had some, I'm sure. So I'm working at Atmos um, right when they opened. They just closed down, actually, in the States. Yeah. Um. 
So I'm working at Atmos right when they open um, March 05 to, uh, I think I quit. This is the summer I actually graduated college. So I was just like doing something just to pass the time. So I think I worked there from March from like to like September or August. Excuse me. So I'm there just like minding my own business. Summer summer afternoon, I don't know, maybe June, maybe July. Okay. So I'm just like hanging out outside past, you know, it was it was slow. So I'm in the front and this this dude walks by, this dude, black dude named Clyde. Clyde. C-L-Y-D-E. Clyde. Okay. Clyde the Clyde the Glide. <laughs> so he well, I don't I don't I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. So he just he, he he for some reason he mentions I guess I guess we're talking about sneakers obviously because we're in a sneaker boutique well it was like one of the first ones in in that area so he goes oh my wife has a special pair I'm like oh really which one he's like oh yeah she works for Vibe magazine I, people that knew me at that time knew I was looking for that pair of shoes so I'm like this is like when the beginning of me collecting PEs yeah, yeah, yeah. and like samples and shit oh four oh five yeah yeah that's really when they first started coming out yeah so i thought someone was playing it sending this guy to like play a joke on me i'm like well, bro come on you're, you're walking by randomly and tell me your wife i know right? works for vibe magazine and she he's like oh yeah she has like a couple pairs of that air force one i'm like what, bro what a couple <clears throat> so i take his number the, i remember the first thing i said was bro give me your number right now i'm like give me your cell phone number I, t- I, t- I take. I probably still have it now. I take his number. He's like, "Oh yeah, we have." A-. I'm like, "Oh, do you know?" I think I remember. I think I said, "What sizes do you have?" He's like, "Oh, 11. I'm like, "Oh shit, that's my Your size." size Fuck. Yeah. I'm trying not to get excited in front of him, but it was tough. I'm like, "Shit." Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I remember. I don't remember much about that combo, but but I remember him saying, "I remember me saying, bro, I'm getting one of those pairs. I'm buying one of those pairs. I have to have this." <laughs> yeah. So he's like, all right, man, maybe, you know, he doesn't really want to, you know, yeah, of course. I don't know what he's going to charge me. At the time, they were still going for like 1000 1500 So I think he ended up telling me he had like two pairs in a time capsule buried under in his backyard for his daughters. That's, they're probably going to like bury like they're going to probably going to dig them up now. Yeah, that's right. Probably, that was what, 20 years ago? Yeah, that's weird. So time cast. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That that I was much, like, man. wow, you really, you, uh, it sounded real. Right? I think he's, I think he's telling the truth. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we put like a size seven and like a size eight for our daughters in the time capsule in our backyard. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, all right. He's like, but yeah, we still got my wife wears one and I have one. So about like a, I call him like probably like the next day or the day after. A week goes by, he doesn't pick up. I'm like, man, this guy was bullshit. I don't know. I think I might have Googled this who he is, but uh-huh. his wife's name was Michelle. I won't say, I won't say their last name. But if you know, I don't think is Vibe around anymore. I don't even know. I don't even know, man. So I don't think I haven't seen it in years. I think it might be. I don't know. Who knows? So about a couple of months goes by, and in between that time and me picking up that pair, I'll talk about that soon. Um, Terrell, this guy Terrell, who's actually Fat Joe Stylist, Terrell Ish. I don't okay. know you can find him. He's Fat Joe Stylist till this day. Oh, wow. So he, I'm sure other celeb stylists, I think he styles uh, Khaled. So Terrell comes in just shopping, kind of like a flashy dude. I could tell he like, you know, he, he knows people. We get to talking about shoes, whatever. So he mentions, he goes, oh, yeah, I got a vibe size 11 and a half in my closet. I'm like, bro, what? What are you saying to me right now? Yeah. This is in between me getting my other pair. So 
I don't know if this was because he, he was styling Joe at the at the time. So I don't know if this was one of Joe's pairs in the closet, maybe because just to have a vibe laying around, only certain people got him. Yeah, exactly. It was eleven and a half, which is only half size from Joe's size. He's a twelve. So until this day, I think that's one of Joe's pairs. I don't know, but he sold that to me for three fifty. Wow. Uh, then the week after, I met him. I met him in Midtown. I remember exactly where I met him. It was like thirty fourth, and like right before the FDR. I, I remember he called me. I came outside. And he, and three fifty, bro, for that live Air Force. Because yeah. uh, when he came in the store, I was like, "How much you want for him?" He's like, "Uh, whatever." Throw me like three hundred bucks. I'm like, "All right, I'll give you three fifty. So I got that pair before I got the size eleven. So months go by, maybe like two, three months. So Clyde finally calls me back, and he's like, "Listen, Paul, my 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 wife Michelle has the shoe in the vibe offices for you. Come on this certain day." Long story short, I go there that day. They have the shoes like laying out for me in like one of the office offices rooms in the Vibe wow. offices. That's wild. I paid her a thousand. I tried to negotiate. She was like, "Nah, I need a thousand for these." <laughs> so I bought a thousand cash. And, I, and long story short, that, that's how I got my size eleven that I still have to this day. Wow, they just that fucking shirt. falling into my lap. They're like two of the most rare pairs in the Air Force in the world. The, the best shit happens like that. It comes when you don't, uh, you know, when you least expect it. That's uh, the most beautiful moments in life happen that way. Yeah. That's pretty wild, though. It's crazy. <clears throat> so now I'm going to take it. I'm going to speed it up a little bit um, as far as our timeline together. Uh, I'm going to take it back to the time when you and I first met. You and I actually first met around like 2007-ish, 2006. Yeah. Um, it was at an important an important New Jersey uh, sneaker boutique called Packer Shoes. Shout out to... Uh, to Packers. This is when it first, first opened and it was only available in that Teaneck location. That store actually opened in 2004. I was I, Mike's first customer. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, you're fine. Number, I was the first one in there. First one in the store. You weren't Ask at the him. grand opening party though, right? No, I wasn't. You were there the first opening day. I was like there before he opened. I yeah, think yeah. it might have been the first day he opened, but like I seen, a lot on, of shit I seen it on Nike Talk. I, think, yeah. I don't even think he had an account then. Ah, uh, you know, I couldn't Maybe. tell you. He but might have, but I, I bought a pair of a white taxi twelves that he had original on the back. Oh yeah, wow! He had I was like the first one he, that he day was like, too. I, I don't even think he he was like, what? He was surprised that I knew that he just yeah. walked in because I seen it on Nike talk. I was like, wow, I'm going there. I got in my car, just drove there. Teaneck, uh, 40, 40 minute drive. Whatever. That store is legendary. It's still there yeah. to this day. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's it not, did. It doesn't look the same. Yeah. That but original, that original window, yeah, that was crazy. Which you could still see, I believe. Fat Joe did a photo shoot in there mm -hmm. with all of his shoes. Do you remember that on the wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you could probably still see what that store looked like. But that store was legendary. And in 2004, I was invited to the uh, to the grand opening party. I went yeah. because Mike Packer's a sneaker fan. At the end of the day, yep. and he used to go to Division East, and he used to get SBs from Dave Dowd. Shout out Dave Dowd. Wow. And, um, I guess that's how like I found out about it, and then uh, Johnny Red ended up working there. You know, he kind of took Johnny Red from Division East because Johnny Red was a oh, yeah, shout yeah, out okay. Johnny Rojo. Yeah. He used to work at Division East, and he took him there. So I went to the grand opening party because of Johnny Red, and mm. it was wild. I was wearing some vintage North Face that night. Wow. Uh, Mike did it right. He had a bunch of people walking around with hors d'oeuvres, like yeah, yeah, Heineken yeah. bottles. I, the I think I might have been there. I don't know. I was there. It was wild. Dave White was there painting oh, a canvas no, no, live. No. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing remember that painting? Nike talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah, black yeah. canvas with a Jordan, I believe it was a Jordan 5, 
but yeah, in that Dave Wayne yeah, style yep. in Chrome, yeah, that yeah. was a fire, fire red. Jordan, yeah, Jordan Five. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a special night. I'll never be. I remember like the next day. He I don't know if it was the next day he opened up or like a couple of days after the day you're talking about. Mm -hmm. He uh, he had stash ninety fives and all that on opening day. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think he might have had an shit. account. Because his the original Packers is over a hundred years. Oh right, you're right, you're in right, Yonkers. right, right. Yeah, so I went he, to his dad's shop in Yonkers because when I went to see him in Teaneck, he I, I I guess we got to talking about his pop store in Yonkers. So I went to his dad's store in Yonkers like a week later, and it was a couple blocks from the store. I, I, we, me and my boy Dan cleared out, and I went there, oh, wow. and he had a bunch of old shit on on, on top. That was a crazy looking store, man. So you go in, there's just like fucking. 70s 80s vintage boxes on on like the top row i can't really explain how the setup was yeah and I, I asked him like could i buy some of the shit he was like no no you can't buy anything and mike warned me like before i went there he was like yeah he's probably not gonna sell you shit yeah but it, it was a cool experience like, oh, that just, shop was just legendary. to see all that shit yeah remember mike and the whole the whole top of the store surrounding the perimeter of every wall all the way yeah, to the yeah. top he had all the vintage yeah. shoes on display it was kind of like that in yonkers but it was like you know messy with boxes yeah. yeah and then he had the bench it was a plexiglass sides and he had it stuffed with like all vintage shoes that was the, that was the best setup shoe setup in the world yeah it that's, was the first of its store, kind, yeah. and it's just it felt like you were at a New York boutique, yeah. but in Jersey. Even know? if he did that store like now, like that same setup, it, yeah. would, it would look so fucking cool. Like uh, like like imagine that store like double the size with the same setup. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a special yeah, time, man. Nice. Yeah, so I, I I was shopping there for a little bit before then, and then I ended up uh, becoming an employee there uh, around 2007. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of when I met you. And it yeah. was weird because like stuff was going on behind the scenes that I didn't know about before I got hired. Yeah. I got hired when Dave Vericker got fired. Yeah. So it was like, you know. Yeah, Dave, so Dave was only there from 05 to 07. It felt like longer. 04. Because I would, I would, like, go, I would go there at night and like hang out with Mike and Dave. And it's yeah. like bullshit. Well, it opened in 04. Okay, yeah. So yep. I came 2006, 2007. It was the Christmas 2006, I think, or seven or whatever. Okay. I'll never forget this guy, whatever. Let him go around that time. And then I came. I didn't replace him. I was just a no, separate yeah, yeah. employee. Yeah. There's no way I could ever replace Dave's that. He's a man, yeah. Yeah, there's no He's way. He's a big Shout guy out. in Nike right now. Yeah, beyond big. Yeah, shout out that dude. <clears throat> but uh, that's when I met you. And, and I'll never forget, you know, to this day, mm. you're still in my phone saved as Paul Queens. <laughs> Not anything else. I never changed it. That's because sick. you used to call all the time and then. Mike Packer never wanted to talk to you, so he would always pass the phone to me. He'd be like, he'd be like it's Paul. Wait, here, it's Paul. Talk to Paul. And then i talk to Why you. Why would I call, though? Because you want fucking shoes. You were a I know, fiend. but what like, do you to mean? see if shoes are in? Yeah. If, if they, they came in? Because he yeah. would get the Euros. I, I think I'd ask if he'd get the Euros, shoes or Air Forces. He'd be like, yo, I need size 11. I need size 11. Yeah, bro, you're a fiend, man. You wanted every shoe. Yo, yo, what up? But you're like, you're very calm all the time. You're the same yeah. way. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. would just, hey, what's up? And I'll just talk to you. I don't have anything for you, you know? But that's how I really I met don't you. even remember those phone calls. I did. You're probably zooted. Wow. I remember you, though. But that's a, I was always talking to you because of that. But you weren't the only one that Mike would pass to me. There's many. Yeah. Mike just didn't want to deal with nobody and I was kind of like the punching bag of the, yeah, the company yeah, yeah. and I would talk to whoever. I didn't care. I like shoes. I was a fan. So yeah. it was like for me to talk to other shoe enthusiasts was everything to me. Yeah. So like there's nobody in the store, downtime, you know, right before school lets out. That's when it probably got the busiest when like school would let out when yeah, you all the foot yeah, traffic. Yeah. So I'd bullshit on the phone with you, Mutual, all these guys. You know what I mean? Shout out, shout out Mutual, Lanny Brew, all that stuff. Mutual. Franklin Mutual. 
But that was a crazy time in general for sneaker collecting. It, it really was prime time. This is like the birth of so much. The the early 2000s was the birth of like the, the, the crazy sneaker boutiques, yeah. hyper strikes, tier zero shit, you know, like the whole thing. It was just like a giant growth of the sneaker culture that we know of today. Yeah. And it was really special if you were there like living in it. You know what I mean? I loved it. I really, I really miss those days. Mid, I, I really mid do. 2000s, yeah. It was tough to beat those times. Going into a boutique and be like, you got anything in the back? You know, if they yeah, know yeah, you, yeah, they, yeah. they bust out some shit that's not you out there. You can't even find that anymore. It's just, all, nah, it's all, these, all these mom and pop stores are cooked. I mean, there might be like one or two in the US. Yeah. Maybe in like fucking Delaware or something. At one point, you can go into Packers, and if you knew the cats up front, like me or somebody else, yeah. then we, you know we had shit in the back that we yeah, were putting out there was zero shit in the back or overseas shit, yeah. Yeah. Vintage, some vintage shit. Yeah, man, it's crazy. And another crazy part about that time is around 2002 is kind of like when Nike SB kind of like really yeah. started to hit. I was like 16, 17 years old. And that was a whole nother time period in itself. Dude. Yeah. That was like, look, look at what SB is now. Supreme lows, supreme highs. I got two stories for the for both. Even before that, bro, Paul yeah. Brown highs, the, the original denim lows, the Reese Forbes shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supreme restocked the lows in like 03 and I wore denims to the to the re-release. I wore my denim SBs to, oh, that, to the re-release. To, to that release. Would you wear the people, black or the or the white? No, no, the the denim the the Forbes, the Reese Forbes. Oh, the the, the denim. The oh, you ones. had those? Yeah, I had eleven and a half. Oh <laughs> that's my favorite so SB of all time. That's the most comfortable shoe I've ever put on oh, my foot. Johnny Red still has dunks, a pair, bro. Dunks. So yeah, that release I went to I remember I wore those. Oh, I love um, those so much. That's the best SB of all time next to the original Flom to me. Yeah, Flom. To me. Flom. I never owned the Flom. Oh, Red Toe. Like, bison Red Toes are hard. Oh, I love, I love Bison. Yeah, Bison's are one of my favorite back in the day. I'll shoot yogurt over this table, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Tapioca, baby. So I remember for the lows. Actually, no, this is for the highs, I think. I brought my I brought my, my brother, my dad, and my uncle, and it was me. So it was four people. The high what? The Supremes with, with the stars. Oh, those okay. But I think this is the low top. I think I brought I brought my uh, uncle, my dad, my brother. Yeah. Me. I don't know. So this is a low top release. Sorry, okay. this is the restock. Right. So I brought my dad, my uncle, my brother there, and they they caught on because you know back in the day you couldn't go in there and just bring mad people because they would they would catch on. They if they didn't like you or how you looked or how you were moving, they'd be like, get the fuck out. The most judgmental employees of yeah, all time. Yeah, man. yeah. And then for the high top. Uh, I had I had a friend in there with me, uh, you know, with the stars, the three colors, yeah, red, yeah. blue, orange. I had somebody with me go in for me after I would go, and we took turns, like kind of doing it, like separating, like yeah, let, let, also, like an yeah. hour go by. Yeah. So one of the employees came out. I would go in the store next door, like just to just to in between time, and he he one of the employees came into that store. He'd be like, "What are you doing? Why do you have this person with you buying for you?" And I don't know. They fucking they kicked me out. Yeah, those are good times though. Mm. Remember that DJ Honda store that was a couple stores down? I think that was a store I, w I went into. DJ Honda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that cat? Bro, he so, produced yeah. that joint, the, the the Traveling Man by Mos Def. Okay. Ooh, that's my shit, bro. Shout out DJ you, Honda. You, you bro. know much more underground shit than I do. Yeah, I'm a real sicko. Yeah, you rap. Know what I mean? A lot of rap shit. Um, so when we met is when you were deep into your drug addiction. <clears throat> Or at least yeah. it was when it started you to think it was gear 06 up. Or 07 we met. One of the two. It was it was very close. I I'm really bad with timelines and year yeah. specific I'm dates. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with specific dates. I'm not. So yeah. I guess it was like 06, 07, yeah. right? Yeah. But that was when you uh 
when you were deep in your drug addiction, Packer actually nicknamed you at the time. He yeah. called you a triple P, pill, pop, and pull. Pill, pop, and pull. I don't even know how, how he How did he knew. know he knew I took pills, I have though? No is, idea. This is it because how I looked back in the day? I don't know. Maybe somebody told him, dude. You know how people are. Yeah. I have no idea how he knew. Because even oh, then, you know I didn't know. why? Because I probably would go in the bathroom for longer periods of time. Like, hey, Mike, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> I go in the back, and I definitely would probably be popping a few pills. I don't think maybe. I was. I don't think I was graduated to shooting dope at that yeah. time. But yeah, yeah, I, I would, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Mike being like, "What are you doing in the bathroom for so long?" Yeah, but like, how long does it take to pop pills? Like, you just go in there. I was probably snorting. Who the fuck knows? Well, yeah, because if you have to chop them and stuff, it's yeah, gonna take more time. Probably, yeah, probably maybe I had to get dumped a couple of times. Yeah, he used to call you Triple P, but you weren't the only Triple P. There was another kid. God rest his soul. Actually, I just found out recently. Um. From my boy Dylan, shout out Dylan, that uh, this other Paul that was local, because mm. you were from New York, yeah, local, he just passed away of an overdose. Oh, wow. Um, so rest in peace to the 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 other Triple P. Wow, I've probably seen him in there. Yeah. Um, so that was around the time when you started with the drug. So when, when, what drugs were you into and when did it start for you? Because drug addiction is a big part of your life, and we're gonna, yeah. you know, I'd like to dive into that a little bit before we talk more about sneakers. Yeah, um, probably two thousand. You know, we, growing up, everybody nineties, early two thousands, everybody smoking weed, drinking. Right? Yeah, most 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 people, yeah most of those kids. So I think maybe like oh four ish, oh three, late maybe like late oh three. I started doing coke probably. Oh, so you started. So coke was your gateway. Coke was definitely the gateway. What about yes. pot? Did you do pot before Coke? Or uh, no? I don't know. Weed, uh, you know, smoked a handful of times in my life, but I don't know. It always made me paranoid. I don't know why. Well, yeah, I agree. It's it's a powerful drug as much I, as people maybe don't. I could I could maybe say definitely under fifty times in my life I smoked. Maybe twenty, thirty, maybe. Yeah. And like I could half the time half the times I smoked it, it would just weird me out, and I would just get paranoid. I'm like, man, this this just not for me. I don't know. Everybody else. Most other people I know, they smoke, they get, you know, laughing, relax. I don't know. It just didn't hit me the right way. I don't know why. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll, I'll drink. You know, everybody has a drink here and there. Beer, growing up, you know, you have a yeah. beer, graduate the fucking cocktails when you're older, whatever. So maybe mm, God, like second, third year of college, started doing coke. I don't know oh, okay. who I was with, maybe just people I was hanging out with. But yeah, it was it started out with coke. It it, sh, it very quickly got to every day, every day, just by myself, you know, with friends in the beginning. But you know, I'm I'm naturally um, um, uh, what what would you say? I'm I'm I keep to myself. Yeah, you're when very I, I, you're very cool, calm, and collective guy. Yeah, I, you stay to yourself I, I, all the time. I wouldn't say I'm I am shy, but it's like I'm not like the you are, but you're not. You're, I'm not like just, the. Traditional shy, like yes. I'm not fucking. I'm not like socially awkward, you know. Yes, I, you know. I only, I only speak guy. when I have to, you know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna be. I'm not gonna be like the fucking life of the party, you know. Yeah, yeah. If I have a few drinks in me, sure. Like now, I'm fucking talking. Yeah, because we're having a couple of bevies, <laughs> bevy Franklins, real quick. So, so yeah, so you know, like Coke is like, you know, I guess it got me out of my comfort zone. Like I, I didn't use drugs to like get away from something that happened to me early in childhood. I didn't like, I wasn't trying to cover it, mask any fucking pain or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's like 75, 80% of why people do drugs, you know? Of course. To like, to like hide shit, yeah, and like absolutely. Numb, numb the pain. You know, I had a good childhood. What am I going to say? Like, my parents gave me everything I wanted, you know? 
It just uh-huh. like the boost that gave you this. It's kind of like boost. What, what your episode with G said. It was yeah, like he was like one. you know he just he just liked it and he just kept doing it. I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, no, like, it it's hard. To, it's hard to explain. Like you just you just you just be some people just have an addictive personality. You just keep going. Yeah, and before you know it, it gets to a certain point. Like you're like, man, you got to do this shit every day. Yeah, uh, you if, if you it. stop it, you're just like, fuck, I can't, I can't do anything. It's a yeah. full time job. Yeah, can you relate. can't function. So after the coke, I don't know who I was with. I start, you know, you're drinking, you're doing coke, blah blah blah. You're going out, you're hanging out with your friends. You go to a bar, going to bars, going to clubs, blah blah blah. Queens area, city, Manhattan. So you know, I guess somebody introduced me to pills. Starts starts out with Vicodin, then it goes to Percocets, then then it goes to fucking heroin. Now that doesn't happen. You're chasing the high, and it just doesn't happen for everybody, but. It happened for me quit pretty quick because the I don't know it's just maybe this is the way I'm built my tolerance got high quick yeah you know popping the fucking bananas you know, the the perk tens like yeah. you were this is yeah. early, this is early yeah I remember I was watching a, a documentary on MTV like about the opiate epidemic this is like way early this is like oh one oh two maybe and this they had they, they had like an opiate doc and this is like before I even touched one they am like wow this shit looks fucking this shit looks powerful yeah right. I never want to touch this shit. But I don't think once I, when I first started it, I don't think it, I knew it was physically addicting, you know? A lot of people did it, man. Yeah. You know, it like, was legal. So yeah. it was like a, it was like a mental barrier. Like, oh, you know what? It's okay. I could do it because it's prescribed yeah, to you people. Pop it's legal. you probably keep here and there and it's like Vicodins and then just, just like you, you graduate to the parks. And it fucking feels great. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, there's, it like, it relaxes you, puts you in a good mood. Like there's no worries. You're outgoing. You're having a good time. And it's like you know, once once you once you run out, you quickly realize you you need them every day, every day. So like maybe six months into it, maybe a year into it, I uh, you know you quickly realize it just snowballs. Yeah, you you need it every fucking day. Yeah. So once the pills got too expensive, you know you go you go to Oxy eighties. Yeah, fucking, it gets this bad. is what like oh seven maybe. Yeah, the I 30s. was taking trips out to Long Island to meet somebody. I was meeting people. This old dude in Queens. I can't. I don't want to say his name, but. That's what's crazy about it is the lengths that you're willing to go through to yeah, get something. That's, like the, it, that's the only thing that matters. And like this is 07, 08, 09. Like this, a lot, a lot of good shoes were coming out then too. So I was like, man, I can't, I can't get any of these shoes. So that's when I realized like it was becoming a problem because yeah. I, because I, I, I was buying. You know, I would make a way to figure out to buy all these good releases in 03, yeah. 04, 05. Once I got the 06, 07, 08, 09. I was like, man, I I'm, I can't buy any of these shits anymore because all Same. my money's going to drugs. Same. So you know, once that's once that happened, I realized this is, uh, you know, it's a problem. So I yeah. I, I got to do this shit every day to keep up. You know, it's, it's a full time job. Yeah, you, you're collecting. You can't, you can't do window. anything. You can't leave the house. The morning you wake up, you know, you got to pop five pills. So yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> it. When I realized you actually had a problem, because you know Packer would call you Pop and Paul, but I never thought anything of it. Like I didn't. It was yeah. weird. I never really even. I was even into them at the time, but I, I don't know why I just dismissed you in my mind as a drug addict because you were always the same level. Very yeah, monotone. I, yeah. I never really like. No. Like if you looked at me, like from nah, if you, you weren't know typical. me, like you couldn't tell I was on nah. something until later. Unless I guess. yeah, it got bad. Like oh eight oh nine, you could definitely tell. Like in the beginning, I would I would hide it pretty well. Same, yeah. People didn't really know yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. on. Unless you're like around me, like my family, like I'd be on the couch, fucking slumped over, nodding out. Yeah. Could, obviously, you know there's a problem. Yeah. But yeah. But that that time period, it reminds me. Of, I'll never forget this time. I was working. This is when I was at the Jersey City location before it shut down the first time. Yeah. Um. You came through 
to try to sell sneakers and you had a trunk mm. full of fucking shoes. Oh and yeah. I'll never forget the first pair you opened up to me was a pair of acorns. <laughs> and oh, every okay. time I see that shoe, I associate it with you. Yeah. There was like a year or two I would have like PEs and samples and Euro shit just in my trunk, just hanging out in my trunk. And I would just like open it to people that I just wanted to see. At this time I you were I had, selling them though. Yeah. I was thinking I was trying to so probably get high. Yeah, exactly. It was, I remember I had a pink terror squad, all pink in that, in that box. I had a, I had an entourage in there, blue, blue entourage. Wow, yeah. They would just be, they would be in my car like for, for weeks at a time. Now would, that was worth five of those cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. I'll never forget that time. Every time I see an Acorn Air Force One, I can't like. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember that. I think yeah. about you and pills. Wow. Just because you came there trying to sell them to me. I was like, no, nah, I don't wear yeah, it. It wasn't even one. that much. It was like, what? Like, no, those aren't worth 50, shit. Like 200? Even still now, they're not worth I shit. I like the retro. The retro was comfortable. I like yeah, I like acorns. So how, how long were you addicted to drugs for in total? Up until your clear, when you first got clean? I would say from the Cokes, from like a hard drug. Coke's considered a hard drug, right? So yeah, Coke, Absolutely. Maybe like oh three to like oh nine, a good six years every day. Solid, yeah. I mean, in the beginning, it probably wasn't every day, but it quickly gets probably to that 05 point. Probably oh five to oh nine every single day. Yeah, every day, three hundred sixty five days a year. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, but two thousand ten is when I went to rehab. Uh, I went to inpatient, but I was still on suboxone, trying to get clean off of opiates. So, you know, when you're on subs, Suboxone is like a opiate blocker, half, blah, blah, blah. You got to wean yourself off of that. Yeah. So I'm on that. I remember uh, New Year's Day 2010, I got released. My dad picked me up from inpatient. And then I went to outpatient in White Plains for like a year and a half, two years. Okay. And I think like late 2011, early 2012, and I was like, listen, I think my court mandated outpatient finished and i was like all right okay um, i'm out of here see you guys later yeah so i started going to meetings for like a couple of years maybe two years last day i ever well like 2010 2012 it was like the last i wasn't doing dope the last time i ever did shot heroin it was 2009 in november i think okay so last two years i was only doing like Zannies here and there. I wasn't doing any opiates, just Zannies and like drinking. Yeah. So 2010 to 2012, I was only doing that. And um, 2012, uh, my family took a vacation to Italy. So I'm with my whole family and I had to fucking, had to smuggle Suboxone under my fucking balls on the plane. Oh man. So, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't go on the fucking, actually, no, yeah, I was on sub still too with the fucking Zannies and Quadipan, whatever Christ. the fuck I was doing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on opiates and fucking Zannies, whatever. What do you call that? Ben, benzodiazepines. Which is the worst for you. Yeah, yeah. So after we got back from that trip, it was June, July, 2012. So I let the summer go by. So once summer went by, I was like, listen, man, this is it. I'm, uh, I'm off everything. I this is I can't do this shit no more. Yeah, my there's no money. I can't afford anything. Shit's a, shit's controlling my life. I, I want I want out of this fucking prison. You know. Yeah, it's a prison for sure. So, um, and the summer. Yeah, August, early August. I'm like, 
I'm going to meetings at this time because this is after inpatient. So they, I think I was mandated, court mandated to go to meetings. Okay. So pretty much I'm just like, listen, this is it. I, I can't, I'm not getting enough out of life. This is, this is no way to fucking live my life. Like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to wake up and fucking take, keep taking something to like function, you know? Of course. Yeah. You should be able to function without taking anything. You become a slave almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one day I'm just like, fuck it, this is it. So August 12th, 2012 was the last day I ever took anything at night. Wow. 13th, August 13th, I wake up, that's it, nothing. Cold wow. turkey, felt like shit for a couple of weeks, went to meetings. So you didn't really go it. to inpatient ever? No, no, so I went to inpatient uh, 2009 late. It was like the last two weeks of yeah. December and I got out New Year's Day 2010. And then just and stayed in meetings weeks to maintain. Because it, was ma- it was mandated, so I had yeah, to go. Yeah. But you didn't like, some people are in inpatient for like months. Yeah, You yeah, weren't, yeah. That never, no, you never no, did no, that no, is no, what no, I mean. No. That's what I mean. Yeah. I should have worded it differently. Yeah, So, but, but outpatient really helped me more. Um, 2010 to like 2012, I was there for like a year and a half, maybe like almost two years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That 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 helped me more than inpatient because I was there like twice a week, you know, meetings. I was gonna ask you how many times do you have to go in outpatient? But yeah, I, twice I think, a week. I, I think it was twice a week. Yeah, like Tuesdays and. Do you think those meetings helped you? In the in the beginning, they helped me. Yeah, like you meet a lot of good people. I still talk to a couple of people from from those meetings. Yeah, but like it's for some people, it's like it's like a lifelong thing. Like they go. They make it all about them. Like, a, yeah. they need it. They have they, to go every week. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everybody's, everybody's different. Everybody's different. Yeah. I just don't feel like I need to. But, like, when you go, it's like, it's not about you anymore. It's like to help the newcomer, you know? It's yes. like to help yes. people that are still struggling and still fucked Uplift up. Uplift and motivate. The yeah, next yeah. Guy. I don't know, man. Like, it's maybe it's fucked up to say, but I, I don't know. I just don't have the time. I just don't. I just don't. I don't know. Nah, it's not fucked up. It's just this is your way of doing I just don't things. need to go anymore. That's, 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 that's it. it. As long as you know what's good I for you. I got to a certain point. I remember, like, sitting in those meetings, like, man, I, I just don't need to be around this shit no more. Yeah, yeah. I got a control on it now that I'm just like everybody's I, I, different. I, yeah, I'm never going back. To I know shit. some guys that have been clean for 20 years and they still go because they need it. Everybody's I, different. I, I saw people in the meetings that were clean for 20, 22 years that yeah. relapsed. Oh wow! And I'm like, bro, how could you have so long and fucking go back? Well, to sometimes that shit. traumatic things happen in their life. I know a guy bro, recently. Everybody's bro. different. It's all about what you're around, and you know what's crazy? I know a guy recently, and um, I don't mean to go off too much, but it really saddens me, dude, because we were really close, and uh, he was clean for like 15 years, maybe a yeah. little less, but he was it was over 10 years, and we were real close, real tight. He got married. Yeah. He ended up having a kid, mm. and I don't know if it was the stresses of, because it's very stressful, yeah. not only being married, but when you add a kid into the equation, it gets really difficult. Yeah. I don't know what happened with him, dude, but we he went he went off the rails, Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. I found out after, and he started doing dope again once his kid was born. Wow. And he he relapsed. Damn. I think it was because of the stresses. It was too much for him to emotionally handle. Yeah. And he went nuts. And then he went to rehab, and he got clean again after that. I have not talked to him since. He goes to the same barber as me. He ignores all my tech. He just stopped talking to me. Oh. I don't understand what the fuck happened So you never seen kid. him at the barbershop? I haven't seen him anymore. You should just stay there one day and 
Ask your barber when I'm, he gets a haircut. Every time he's gotten a haircut before me, I miss him in the parking lot because I'm looking Bro, for parking. Just stay there one day. Talk to him. You know how hard it is for me to not text him like, what the fuck is going on? I think his wife has a lot to do with it, but whatever. That's neither yeah. here nor there. I yeah. didn't mean to go off like that, but yeah, you know, it's crazy. Some people need rehab. Some people don't. Me personally, I was lucky enough. I never went to rehab. Yeah. I just did it on my own. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean everybody's like that. I was lucky enough to just be that type of good dude, but yeah. I never, I don't even know what rehab's like. I never went to an outpatient. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Re rehab, rehab was cool. Like it, it helped me. I, I, I was, it was weird. Cause I wasn't really like in there detoxing. I was still on some boxing. Like I was on like a low dose in there. So I think people were like, kind of felt some type of way that I was still on something. I don't know why uh, I was okay. because I think my insurance like allowed me to be on like a little amount. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. But I remember some people in there like fucked up, like like actually getting off shit, going through withdrawals. Listen, bro, that's the boxing <clears> shit. <throat> it's tough to get off of. Yeah, if it's you're listening, to, if you're listening to this and you're and I know subs are still around. Like they got like that film now that you put under your tongue and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm not under your tongue. You, it's like a little film. I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. I'm They're terrible. Not, yeah, I tried if, for if the you're first on month. Any type of obese right now? I'm sure people. I'm sure people still are the. People I'm out and people that follow me that I'm sure I, I know for a fact that people are because people still DM me and say that they're struggling when so. you on your clean dates and stuff when you post yeah like, yeah uh, yeah yeah I hate them they're they're dude I, I'm talking talk, listen to this listeners first of all you get how many milligrams is the full orange pill I think the big one you is eight used to be eight okay so they they suggest you to start with one right you're supposed to put it under your tongue let it that dissolve you high. right yeah. A little bit. It's not really, not really but, like a high, but you feel something. Yeah, something. So then you're supposed to wean off of it. So let me tell you something about weaning off. I cut it in, in fours, started doing quarters, then cutting the quarters in half, yeah. then trying to cut those quarters, quarters in half, yeah, like yeah. till it's like almost a morsel. Mm. And I did these little morsels for a week or two. Yeah. When you stop the morsel completely, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah, but listen, everybody listening, listen, I'll- Al said he can control the amount of pills he took. So he's an addict, but he's not like a traditional addict because he controlled how much he took. Yeah, I was a special case. I was. Uh, but OCD. I didn't know you were addicted like that when I would see you in Packers. Well, because I had a grip on it, but not really. Because if you're doing it's something a rare every day. Because yeah. like 95% of people that do it don't cannot control it like that. I would have like 50 pills on me and still only do one a day. That's that's Yeah, it was weird. Insane, it's my bro. high level of like. I would have taken 25. <laughs> a lot. That's what happened to G, my last episode, because yeah. you know, once he got the connections that I had, he went wild because he doesn't have the self-control that I have. I'm, I'm a weird case. I used to be addicted to cigarettes. I haven't smoked a cigarette since I was 19 years old. That's I just I'm, I have the weird ability to like stop things. You, you have like an addiction to like once you stop something, you're like addicted to stopping it. Like maybe, you have yeah, to stop maybe. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, maybe I just use things as motivation to catapult me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Whatever it is, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I mean, but what about you? Remember, you see, I saw you in Teaneck and you called me for being out on Sabahs. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, that was that day you got mad at me. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't really, the thing is, when I would see you in there, I didn't really know. I knew you, but I, like we never hung out. So I, in the back of my mind, I would think like, well, you know, this kid Al's cool, but like he's I, wired, fucking crazy. Nah, but I would, I would think to myself, I'd be like, listen, like we would have a good time hanging out outside of here, but I just didn't have the time because I was always on these shits, yeah. And I didn't know how bad you think I, you knew I was, how bad I was, and I didn't know how bad you were, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't gonna be like, yo, you want to, you want to hang out after this, you want to, you want to do something, you know. I was also working there six days a week too. I was there a while, yeah, Monday yeah, yeah. to Saturday, all the time. 
But so for some reason, you knew I was on him, and yeah. like you're like you're yelling across the fucking room, like "Yo, Paul, you're taking some boxing now." And I didn't know people. I didn't want people to know I'm on that shit. I'm like, "Yo, my man, shut the fuck up, bro." I was shot. You know how it is when you're so. Nah, yeah, but I was like, bro, why is this guy saying this shit so loud? Because I was high as a kite, bro. Yeah. I was fucking zooted. You know what I mean? How did your family take the whole thing? Like, did they ever? Uh, was there a, ever a time in your life where they came at you and they were like? Paul, I know you're fucking high. Like, what are you doing? Um, I think even before my it happened with my family, my friends uh, in Queens, we we were all we would go like Sunday nights. We would watch Sopranos. This is like oh seven. They ended Sopranos ended, ended in oh seven. Your favorite show of all time? Yeah, best show ever. So I think one night it was had to be like the last season of Sopranos, oh like seven. Maybe it was after that. Like Sunday, Saturday nights, we hang out my boy Jordan's house, and one night. This is like the maybe like a year into me shooting dope. They they knew something was up because they would see me just nodding off. They knew I was taking pills before that, uh-huh. but it was just like they thought it was just like recreational yeah. pills, like here and there. Because a few of them were doing pills too with me, with me also. So one day they sat me down. It was like five of my boys that I've known since like seventh grade. They were like, "Listen, bro, you we know something's up." What the f-? and I was just like, "Ah, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." So long story short, it was like. You know, it was like I'm 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 all right. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And they were like, they they still knew something was up. But what are they gonna do? Yeah, then yeah. I gotta take me to fucking rehab right there. Yeah, yeah. So my family, you know, my mom and dad, they knew something was up, but they just didn't know to what extent. So I'd be on the couch nodding out. I was still living with them. I'd be I'd just be like, I'm tired. I don't even know if I was working at the time. I don't know if I had a real job. So yeah, eventually when it got too bad, like really shitty, like I was stealing from them, I was stealing jewelry from them, yeah. I was I was taking money, I was fucked up, stealing shit, yeah. their cars and shit, taking out money somehow, Jesus. stealing from my grandparents. That's what happens, bro. It makes you a person yeah, that you're like not. A, you can, you don't even think of doing yeah. any, anything near that when you're, near. when you're clean. Like I, I, I could never picture myself doing any type of shit that you know right now. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. So it's like it got to a certain point. I think. I told him before we it had to be before I went to rehab, and I was like, "Listen, this is what's going on. This, you know, I know you guys could tell I'm fucked up. I know this, you guys know something is up, but this is what's really happening." I think my my mom didn't. My dad took it worse. I think my mom the day she realized I was stealing from my fur from her mom, my grand my grandma, she came into my fucking room, started punching me, fucking punching Damn. me in the fucking face. She was like, get the fuck out. And yeah, it was fucked up. I don't know. It was, uh, you know, it yeah, shit. my, sad, my dad yeah. was like, yeah, you can't throw him out. He'll get, you know, he'll get even worse if we, if he's not here. That's the hard time of being a parent to a, to a kid that's addicted. It's yeah. like, you don't know, you don't, you want to kick them out, but you don't because you love them so much. You don't want to see them hurting and in pain. Like that shit hits different now that I'm a parent and you're actually yeah. about to be a parent too. Yeah. So three weeks. It's wow, shit. That's right. It's it's weird to hear that, and you know, to think like, damn, I'm gonna be a parent one day. What if I? What if that happens to me? Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? It, it hits different you just, now. You just and gotta protect them. Just, it makes me feel like shit, to be honest. <laughs> you, you just know? can't let them get to that point. I don't know. But like, but think about what you, you put your you parents. You can't through, watch you know? over Matt for a certain age. Yeah. I know, but still, you, you can't help but worry. And, you you don't realize the level of of um anxiety you put your parents through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely put my dad and 
dad mostly, but my mom for sure also. But I definitely, I was, I would go to my dad's shop and when he first opened the shop in Rye in 08, 09, I would see him like crying and shit. I would, I would, yeah, it's tough, know, man. but like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. I, I only focus when you're using it. You have to get, you have to get your fix every single day, which is sick, but it's the truth. You know, like you see my, your parents yeah. in pain. It's like, uh, like you think you feel bad for a little bit and then you're like, okay, whatever. Well, I'll go about my day. Yeah, yeah. I'll eventually stop. It'll get better. You know, but some people that, that shit never happens. Some people just yeah. fucking die one day, you know, it's like, it's fucked up. Yeah, you got to consider yourself lucky at some point, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's tough. I just, it hits different now that I'm a parent. So it's like, you yeah. know, I hope you and I never have to deal with that. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think we will. But it's uh, it's just that now it's like worse than ever with the, fen- the fentanyl and all that. Yeah. If me and you were using pills nowadays, we'd probably be dead. Yeah, because you don't know. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're getting, yeah. you know? The yeah. weed users are lucky because there's dispensaries now. Yeah. Because people are putting fentanyl in weed now, dude. <sighs> For, yeah, it's, like for real? it's like a down or an upper. Why? Why would you do that? Because people are sick. You know, you could you could do bring that whole theory that China's trying to eliminate us all. And because all that fentanyl's coming from China. Is it? So yeah, of course. But you can go down that rabbit hole a different time. But yeah. uh, anyway, I am I'm proud of you. You know, Thank I'm you. proud of your sobriety. Um if any of you listened to my last episode, me and me and my boy G talk about uh you know our, our drug addiction and our our uh, our running with the opiate epidemic. Um, we told some crazy stories. G's you, a man. I want to meet G. Shout out Giovanni Escamilla. Do you have any crazy stories like that are similar to to some of those stories that me and G uh, shared ourselves? Hmm. That that you're not too embarrassed to to say. Uh, I mean, there's there's not really anything crazy. Embar- I mean. I mean, besides my fucking overdose in a, in a pharmacy. Oh my god! <laughs> what are the odds of that? Right? How yeah, ironic. Yeah. Um, besides, I thought that story, but besides that, I mean, I was I was like a I was like a clean drug. I was like the cleanest heroin addict you've ever seen in your life. I would still be dressed like in my fucking polo and my fucking new Air Forces, <laughs> but like you know, I'd have a I have fucking track marks on my fucking arms. In Damn. the summer, it'd be weird. Like I'd I'd be, I'd be like. I gotta find pictures from like oh eight, oh seven, oh nine. I like in the summertime I'd be like I'd have like my arms crossed and shit and I've had my I had I've had my arms like up like so you couldn't see my fucking you yeah, know, yeah. crevices by my fucking elbow elbows. But yeah, I mean uh some dude I was with one time uh in flushing that was like it wasn't me, it was this dude I was with. He I think he had somebody we were we were copping from maybe he needed water. He couldn't get into any bathrooms. Kind of similar to your story with G. He drew water from the fucking puddle oh. in the fucking parking lot. Oh, to, to use? To, to use to shoot up heroin. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking disgusting. Bro. Oh, so that's like that's like a totally different version of what happened, but it's, it's all it's using the same water. similar story to you and G, yeah, but oh. pretty much the same thing, but like, it's still coming it's from that disgusting yeah. water in the fucking parking lot. That rainbow, rainbow <laughs> swirl water. <laughs> So so one day in um I'm in, I'm in Bayside in Queens um went to go see him with this dude in Brooklyn I I got from uh get so I get back in the area in Bayside kind of, I think I was going back to my probably my grandpa's house in Little Little Neck um Little so Neck Clamps Little Neck Clamps so I I got I gotta get needles my I gotta get my fucking clean needles to shoot up right because I can't use the same needle twice I did I'm sure but you know. I'd have little fucking alcohol pads to, to yeah, clean yeah. the needles. So I went to the pharmacy. I, I, I was, 
I was, you know, I was, I needed to use. I was feeling sick, feeling dope sick. So I go, I get the, get the 10 gauge. Always say it's for your fucking grandma. Why, yeah. you know, they ask you, why do you need these needles? They say, you just make up some bullshit story. So I'm like, yeah. So I got like, take like a 10 pack or whatever. I go to, I ask if they have the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. And I think my guy that the guy that I got it from, he was he told me he was strong shit. I was like, yeah, whatever, okay, strong. I'm sure I've done better shit than this. I must have shot up like what I normally do, two or three bags, four bags Jesus at a Christ. time. And last thing I remember is, I guess me doing it. And I remember EMS in the room, like me waking up. Me, I'm just like standing up. What the fuck? So I, I guess I, I don't remember blacking out. Obviously, after I shot it, I just remember like me. Them, them standing me up like oh the EMS. God. I must have been in there for a little while. I don't think I would have. If if I would have been in there for longer, I think it, like oxygen would have like cut off to my brain Jesus or some shit. And I, I probably Christ. something would have happened. I either would have brain damage or I would have fucking dead. I don't know. I we really don't know. Oh man. So, all the last thing I remember is them lifting me up and like them taking me out of the bathroom and like there's an ambulance there Oof. so I had to go into the ambulance but, but in, in New York if you had a, over a certain amount of bags it was considered intent to sell so I got arrested oh my god so, so that's what mandated me this is 09 so that's what I, that's what I went to court for that's what I went to inpatient for yeah that was the same year my mom died that was the same year I quit yeah wow wow that's wild so yeah so that's what started the beginning of me quitting. Yeah. I didn't stop right then and there. I still use for a few months, like, which is fucking nuts in, in itself. So yeah, that, 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 was prob- that was probably my, my low. August You're lucky, man. 28th, I think, 2009. You're lucky, bro. Yeah. Because Narcan wasn't even really around uh, then. I don't think so. I don't think so. They definitely did. I don't think they shot me over Narcan. I, think, I don't think I was that deep in it. Damn, well, I'm proud of you, man, really. I mean, there's, there's about three people... In my life, that are very close to me, you, Giovanni, and and Dylan, and uh, I'm really yeah. proud of all your sobriety. You know, it's thank you, man. I'm proud of you it's, too. It's really shocked that you know you came out of it, uh, come out of it all. Yeah. Um, one thing that you did on social media was you shared a video. I guess it was from your mom's perspective on the cell phone. Yeah. Of you nodding off. Yeah. That must have took a lot to post, but I mean, I'm sure that when you yeah. did it, it reached a lot of people, and they were like very thankful, and and they yeah. could relate to you. You know, what made you post that? I think that was when I had, I was about to have seven years clean. Wow. I think it was, the, I was thinking, I think it was the day I had seven years clean. You're over ten years now, no? Um, 2012. So I just celebrated. Yeah. Uh, was it 2023? Eleven years. Yeah. yeah, eleven years. Wow. Yeah, crazy. So I remember I was sitting with my mom. I was like, "Yo, hey, I, was, I just had this idea. I'm like, hey, mom, I'm about to, I'm about to post this. What do you think of it?" She's like. Fucking do it if you feel like you if you feel like it'll help people like do it. Why your not? mom's the best. I love your mom. Yeah, yeah. I gotta hang out with her soon. Last last week you met her. Yeah, we gotta, 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 gotta hang out more. Yeah, I do. But yeah, I, you know, I was like half nervous to post it. I was kind of like, I kind of wanted to, you know, just like share more about myself. Like it, I didn't. I I expected for it, I me to get like some negative comments or yeah, feedback yeah. from it. I didn't get one negative comment from that shit. That's great. If anything, I got like fucking fifty to hundred DMs of wow. people people thanking me and saying it takes courage, man. Saying they're struggling and you know, it, I don't know. It's what's good about that stuff is it shows you're real. You know, you're letting people yeah, know yeah, that yeah. I'm a real human that makes real mistakes. Yeah, it's like a lot of these people that are like are known on social media or like 
They they always post fucking everything is positive. Yeah, they're painting pictures. Yeah, even like the popular sneaker pages is like you got to show like you're fucking human. Like even these pages that don't post them their faces, like only shoes. It's like you know I post myself, my girl here and there. Of course, but it's like if you're just there's just like there's no we're all fucking human. There's there's no reason to be like. You know, I'm too good for this. I'm too cool for that. Like, at the end of the day, that shit doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I, I do fucking sell a lot of expensive shoes, that just, which is fucking insane. Wild. <laughs> but, but it, <laughs> you know, it's a it's, world is fucked up, man. I don't know. I don't know what to say. World yeah. is fucked up. At the end of the day, bottom line, it's a fucking world is insane. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the problem with social media is everybody's always trying to portray an image, you know, but, but rarely is anybody. They just make, they make their, they make like, shoes their personality which is which is uh, to a certain extent like yeah sure 80% of my day most of the day is about your fucking shoes, shoes. <laughs> that's why you're it fucking makes me money like, I, I fucking think about Air Force Ones more than the average human but you're still a human yeah, yeah. Normal, normal anxieties normal normal, yes. normal things we all go through depression we all go through issues you know yeah so that's what's good about you posting stuff like that is it brings every, it brings you to a human level and it makes everybody like more relatable to you. All the celebrities we follow, Drake and all these jerk offs, they're all fucking they're all fucking humans. They all have yeah. severe insecurities and issues, yeah. but they don't portray them. They don't show you that. It's like Drake and Joe. Drake just showed a big insecurity. <laughs> oh, big one. <laughs> yeah, but they're both fucking. They both need to sixty nine each other <laughs> and just fucking have a double mushroom cap. <laughs> Suction cup, you know what I mean? Pause. Yeah, they're they're both on a on a different level. But um since we're 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 talking about this stuff, I briefly wanna bring up somebody and I wanna say uh, rest in peace to Mike Klein. Yeah. Um if anybody was uh at Packer Shoes in the infancy stages of it, the Teaneck one rather, um, you would have known a, a gentleman named Mike Klein. He he actually when they opened the Jersey City store, he went over there for a little bit. Before he stopped working for Packers, and then he ended up passing away, which I believe was an overdose. I don't know. It's kind of like a mystery. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I didn't really look into it after he passed, but I'm just assuming it was. But it's, I mean, it's fucked up to say. But I don't know. He, for the last time I saw him, he was he was clean. He looked clean to me. But yeah, I like that guy. You know, it took a while to warm up. He didn't like me at first because yeah. I got hired right after Dave left yeah. so he that kind of assumed boy, yeah. that I was replacing him even though not only was that not true I could never actually replace him anyway yeah. I was just an employee getting hired yeah. but he didn't like me in the beginning after mm-hmm. he warmed up though he got cool and that was the, that guy if anybody knew Mike Klein he was a he was a special individual yeah my, my, Mike was cool man he was uh, hilarious I saw unintentionally him, yeah I saw him mostly at the Jersey City store I would go there and we would ha- we would hang out I think I would have beers with him in the back. Oh, forget about it. He was a just, wild boy. Just, this is like I remember. This is like around the time 07. This is when like the air, air, the Air Max Air Forces came out. Yeah, the Spiridons, Spiridons, and shit. the ninety Air Force, oh, yeah. the ninety five Air Force. I love that Air Force. The ninety five was the Supreme. Yeah, with yeah, the clear yeah. Air bubble, yeah, like two hundred dollar retail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was getting high then, but I was still buying those for some reason. I would like save up my two hundred just to I buy remember those. That time. Yeah. So Mike, Mike was. Uh, yeah, I remember his. He. This is like oh nine maybe. Was he still working at Packers oh nine? Yeah, I don't know. Actually. So he was he living right he, before he, he left. He was living in like Cliffside Park. I, I remember going to his apartment. I was trying to get off pills, and I was just taking some boxing. 
And he, I would go to his apartment and he would show me how much to take. And he would like, just take this much. He would like, he would like, he, I think he was on it too, like a little dose. And he would like, this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you how to sprinkle it under your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like this, like this, like Zen way about him. But he, he was shot, bro. Well, like, I don't know. He, but he was still smoking weed too at the time. I was like, I don't want any of that weed. Just, just get me off of these fucking pills. He loves pot, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a connoisseur of pot and craft beer. Yeah, and porn. He, oh, <laughs> his porn addiction. I've never met somebody that had such a high level appreciation for porn. It was like almost alarming. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that story about when we were in Packers? So he was in the back. Yeah. Yeah, it was when I first. I'll share. It, I guess with everybody. RIP my client. So I was working at Packers. I was in the front. He was in, he was in the back. We had a computer in the back to do all of our stock on. And then we had a computer in the front to do, you know, register stuff. So I was newer up there. He still wasn't really like, uh, he wasn't really fond of me at the time. He just like, was whatever. Cause he, like I said, he thought he had like a, like a thing against me Yeah. until he warmed up and he realized I was, I was Gucci, but he was in the back. I was in the front. He like never came out in the front. So I was like working alone. Like yeah. I just felt like, okay, yeah, he, this is like the weirdest shit. He never came to the front. So all of a sudden I'm in the I'm in the front and there's it was pretty dead up there in the beginning of Jersey City. Unless we had a release, there'd be lines down the block. But I just hear fucking <laughs> I hear this moaning coming from the back. And I'm thinking, is this dude fucking plowing some brajol in the fucking back? So I'm, I like let it go, but it keeps happening. And I have to go back there to tell him to lower it because yeah. there's like somebody walking <laughs> yeah, in the front. Yeah. I walk back there and no bullshit. This dude is in front of the 17-inch Mac IMAX screen. <laughs> analyzing a porn film like it's fucking Orson Welles. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And he goes, come here, Al, look at this. Look at the, the way the light glistens off of her heart-shaped ass. He would say <laughs> shit like this to me. Yeah, I'm like, was. my guy, you serious? While he's got 10 blue Roxy set 30s in front of oh, him, man. like 10 lines. He's just blowing lines watching yeah. pornography like it's fucking David Lynch. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it in my life. He was a yeah. special guy. I remember, yeah, I remember he had pills back there too. Damn. Dude, pills. And then he'd be like, he'd go to smoke and, a pot. And drinks. He would like down Coronas too. Dude, right? He, he would, Heineken's. He would, roll, he, he would have some crazy bud because like some celebrity or something would come through and like Kevin Hunter would come through and yeah, like yeah. throw him some crazy bud. So he'd go outside and smoke it and he'd come inside to tell me, Al, this weed is so good. I need to pair it. <laughs> with a phenomenal IPA. He goes, I'll be right back. Can you hold the store down for me? I'm like, what? So he'd go down, get a get a six pack of craft beer and he would crack the beer and be like, okay, now I'm all set. Like he was just like the weirdest, yeah, 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 yeah. but like high appreciation for stuff. Shout yeah. out, you know, rest in peace, my client. Yeah, man. He was a special I remember guy. his funerals, not to make it super sad, but they had like, this is when he died, 2013? I don't remember, man. I told you my timeline. I was I was doing yeah. drugs then, so it was, I was like, fucking. Oh, I don't think you were on drugs when he died. No, but like oh. during the transition, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember when he died. He died no, after I, I, I got clean. It was like 13, 14, I think. Yeah, he was a construction working foreman, I believe, at the time. He right? was working on a TV show, I think. Oh, is that what he was doing? I think so. Uh, it, was, it was a long time I remember ago. Remember, he posted man. something like his name was in the credits on some show. Oh I think. wow, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, and uh, he had like a. I remember he had a. It was when the infrared sixes came out retro, like. And they, he had like the family sizes like next to his casket. He had an open casket too. It was fucked oh, up. Oh my God, I didn't go. Yeah, I saw Dave there. Uh, Mike's brother was there. 
Dave was very close. What was his brother's name? Rich. Rich. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Flamboyant Entertainment. He was Big L's Flamboyant. Yeah. yeah. That was him. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is wild. I remember Mike was showing me a scrapbook of Big L's. Like Same. his brother's scrapbook. And he was like, this is the dude that killed Big L. Yeah. He, in the picture with Big L. Rich showed me personally. He used yeah. to come into Packers and he had the binder on him. Yeah. And Rich from Flamboyant Entertainment showed it to me. And I was like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Was, like how wild. close is that to like somebody, an MC I love so much. Like that's... Yeah. That's pretty wild. So right after you got clean, um, what did you do to keep busy? Because the worst part about quitting any type of addiction is 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 the the mental fortitude that you have to build again. You're almost like like I mentioned in my last podcast, you're almost like a newborn baby again. Like yeah, how long did it take you to get happy normally again? Yeah, that's that, that's quit. definitely a real thing. Like when your oh, first yeah. your first year. Like, because all those years you're using, you're blocking your fucking receptors or yeah. whatever the fuck is called. Yeah, like, the opiate like, receptors. Like, your real emotions yeah. are, are, are not there. Yeah, man. So, like, the first month or so, I was, like, I was like crying about anything. Like, I remember I was at my boy Tyrone's house. He helped me get clean. Shout out to Tyrone. He helped me get... I, he, I hung out with him, like, the first few days. I was, like... It was, like, summer, end of August. So I'm, like, I'm, like, in a hoodie, like, getting the chills, like, you know, going through withdrawals yeah. and shit at his house. And um, we're watching like regular fucking movies, like, you know, like nothing crazy. Like I would cry like the littlest fucking scene. Yeah. It's like, like you're feeling all yeah, over Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, bro, you all right over there? <laughs> uh, so like any like little thing that triggers a fucking emotion, like you cry at fucking commercials or yeah, something. Yeah, bro. And like the first six months I was, it was, I was laughing at everything. Like, cause you know, I'm like a even keeled, like emotions. Yeah. Like I don't, I laugh a lot now, but it's like. Back then, I was when I first got clean. I was laughing, laughing at everything. I yeah, was you're fucking, feeling everything yeah, normal yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. So like the first, I would say if you're using for a long time, it takes like a year to get back to normal. Solid, yeah. at least. Yeah. Six months to a year, depending on at, the case. At least six months. But I think I think a year is more is more like the yeah the, the actual. 2012 to like 2013, I really wasn't doing much. I was yeah. I was just I didn't have a job. I was just I was just happy to be clean. Yeah. And finally, fucking 2015, 16, I fucking got my job at Walgreens, working working nine to five. Wait, that was before you you fully left there, but yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So after you got clean, you started the infamous page that all of, all of us know you by. 2012, PG knows September. PG knows that Instagram went from nothing to something, really, really, really fast. What was it that made you decide to not only become like a, a sneaker reseller? But what happened to trigger and catapult your Instagram page to what it is today? Like, do you remember, was there, first of all, why, why did you become a sneaker reseller? Like, what, what made you decide you wanted to do that uh, as, I mean, as a full-time living? It was, it was living? really just like a hobby into, into a business, you know? You just realized, like, I can, I can actually yeah, do this yeah, for a Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, you know, it was, I had a lot of, the, had a lot of fucking limited shoes. I'm like, I'm never going to wear some of these fucking things. They're going to crumble. And yeah, they're going to fucking crumble eventually. Yeah. And, and these shits are worth a lot of money. And I, a lot of cheese. I got I to gotta fucking sell them. You know? You know hey, shout out to fucking Sotheby's. Sotheby's helped me buy my fucking condo. Shout out Sotheby's, baby. And um, yeah, I'm, I, I try to, I always had a way of finding limited shoes. I still find still them. Still do. And, and they fucking, they sell somehow. Well, do you remember a moment when like you realized your Instagram were like went went dumb viral and like whoa, like what's 
I don't know. It was what's it, going it, on it was, here. It was kind of gradual. I don't. I don't think it was like there was like one thing. I just, uh, you know, I just, oh, I just always posted Air Force Ones, and it was that's like the main thing, you know. There's basketball shit in there. There's vintage shit in there. You know, well, you got a little bit of everything, really. Yeah. When did, when did you become like a consignment page? Because you're also that. Not only are you selling your own stuff, yeah, the, a lot you're of selling people, for maybe others. Like, two, like 2018, maybe? 2019? You decided like, I'll start posting. Yeah, and we'll take a cut. It wasn't like a set thing. It was like I knew a couple friends like what well, has shit they wanted to sell. I'm like, yeah, sure. Instead of me buying it, Take a I'll piece off the it. top. Yeah. Yeah. Say for say say something's worth five grand. I'm not gonna pay you forty five hundred just to make five hundred. I'll, I'll yeah. post it for five k. If it makes me two hundred bucks instead of me putting out all that money, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that instead. Yeah, it's yeah. easier. Yeah, it's um, a yeah. Your page is good. It's, it's a comical page. You know, you did like the you used to do like a lot of the funny unboxings and all that yeah, shit. You know what I mean, that shit kind of fell off. I mean, that was. I'm, I'll be 40 in December. Though. You know, I don't really have time for that shit no more. Yeah, yeah. It was fun in my early 30s, yeah, eight, yeah. eight, nine, seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, I feel but, you. You know. What's crazy about your page, though, is is the the celebrities that follow you. The yeah. basketball players, the rappers and stuff. Like, mm. that's pretty fucking, that's pretty wild. And you also sell to them. Yeah, there's a couple of people. What's funny is they end up being the cheapest motherfuckers yeah, out the, of anybody. Yeah, the worst. That's the pretty cheapest. ironical, isn't it? Yeah. The best customers are the ones that say... How much? All right, I'll, put, I'll wire you. I'll sell you right now. Ship them whenever you want. What? Um, who's the person you were most hyped about that started communicating with you? Man, uh, I don't know. Maybe Virgil. Rest in peace, Virgil. Yeah, that yeah. was wild. Virgil. Yeah, it was very friendly. Very... That was pretty crazy when he hit you up. I remember that shit. Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis hit me once. Travis uh, Cock. <laughs> he wanted a fragment Air Force. I was like, yeah, that never, nothing ever really came from that. It was a tough shoe to find. I had those in his size. I, I would have oh, been able to, Packer but I, I saw them a long shits. time ago. Yeah, the man. Brown, I had the brown, black. I would have been able to hook you up, but I, I saw them since a long time ago. Yeah, he wanted a brown 10 and a half, I think. So that brings me to this. Since we're talking about your Instagram, you gaining momentum, you gaining... Uh, Notoriety from celebrities and stuff. Yeah, there's a moment in the timeline of the PG knows Instagram mm. that's so memorable, so impactful mm. that it stirred up the sneaker world for the better part of the year that it occurred in. So I'm gonna play something really quick mm. to show you all what I'm speaking of, and then we'll speak on it shortly. You know, I started this sneaker collecting <laughs> shit. I don't know if there's some money and then going buy sneakers. Started this when I licked that sneaker in the middle of MTV. Before MTV Cribs, they were not showing their sneaker collections, guys. Uh, so I thought it was all love, but I realized I got some suckers. And my man Little Yachty told me I gotta call uh what's the guy? G uh what's his name? PG Nose. Use a sucker, PG. Instead of paying homage, you try this, use a sucker. Okay? And my people told me, because I, I really ain't got time to pay attention to, you know, these sneaker dudes. But, uh, yeah, use a sucker. Uh, simple as that. Um, we're going to keep it in the light. Everything in the light. Uh, I don't know why that shit makes back. me laugh so much. It's funny. Pudgy. I mean, it's funny. 
Bro, that shit, that clip, every time I hear it, makes, makes me laugh. So to those listening, that was indeed Fat Joe that you heard. For the listeners that follow me that, have, that aren't into sneakers, that don't know what they just listened to, can you briefly explain in detail what okay. that was that I just played? So, um, let's see. So, Joe sold some. When, when was this? This was about three years ago. Was it during the pandemic or right before? Is, I don't remember. This is early. This is February 2021. Okay, yeah. So, it was in the middle of the pandemic. I don't think it was 2020. I don't, I don't remember. I'm bad. With, I told no, you. No, I'm no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was 2021. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, February 2021. I remember it was. It was Valentine's Day because I was with Adrian in her apartment in Bedsty, and this is before we lived together. And it, may, it was a day before Valentine's Day or Valentine's Day. I remember. I don't think I posted it on Valentine's Day because that would have been weird. So I think I posted it the day after. Because I remember Adrian telling me, "You better not post this shit on Valentine's Day." I don't, <laughs> I don't think I was gonna anyway, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. was. But I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously I posted the day after." Yeah, of course. So. I noticed uh, 2J's posted, or he was about to post that, that gold entourage Air Force. The Foki Jamas. Which was obviously fake. I was like, wow. I was like, the wait Folky a minute. Jamas. I've seen this shoe in person, and I didn't own this shoe back then, but I owned it a few months later. I, I, I found the pair somehow. Do you still have them? No, I sold, we sold it at auction. Oh, that's 120, right. 125000 Shout out to my boy Puneet Singh, who helped, Soul me, Supreme, helped, baby. Me, helped me get a lot of money these past couple of years. Yeah, dude's a G right there. The best Mangolasi around, baby. So, so if you've seen this shoe throughout the years and you've held it, you've seen people with it, you probably haven't because there's only like six pairs out there. I was like, wow, this, this that shoe is definitely fake. It's not a real shoe. It's, it's you a, can tell it's off a knockoff, yeah. yeah, yeah. 98% of people won't be able to tell because they don't know yeah. what, the, what they're looking for. So... You know, I, I posted shit on my on my page. I, I, I won't do it anymore because it's, it's just not worth my time. I'm just about selling shit, and I'm, I'm not I'm not fucking out here making fun of people anymore. There's it's, no malice behind you to begin with. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, not yeah, an yeah. ill will type of dude. No, you know, you're no, not trying no. to fucking yeah. cause. So, like before me even posting that shit, I didn't think it was going to turn out to what it did. It was, shit was everywhere. It like, blew people up. People made YouTube reviews about this shit. Yeah, it went crazy. So, I just thought it would get a couple laughs, like ha, uh, you know. But um, I, I should, you know, I mean, because my page already had thirty something thousand followers at the time, so I probably should have known that it would it would have taken off at some in, to some extent. So I posted, and I think I'm like Im- immediately. You posted calling him out that it was fake. I didn't, number one, I didn't even say anything crazy in the caption. I didn't. No, I didn't, but I didn't you say, just fuck you. I didn't. So no. I didn't say one curse word. I could go back and look right now. It's you just stated up. the fact that, listen, say, that's just foo-foo. So I DM, before that, I DM Mark Smith, the fucking creator of the laser shoe on that shoe. And you asked and him said, for Mark, proof. are these real? I knew, I knew it wasn't real, but I just had to, you know, nail in the coffin. Is, you want to get the receipts? Yeah. Mark said, hey, Paul, those are, those are not real. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, even is posting the- that is fucking, is crazy. It's <laughs> funny. Well, it's not even that it's crazy. It's that it's like, okay, now this is 100% yeah, now, now it's like you definitely cannot argue against what I'm now posting because yeah. there's no shot. There you can't argue a, this. There wasn't a shot anyway, but now you definitely cannot say one any one word against The guy me. that created it yeah. is confirming. I mean, if you look at a real a real pair next to this no, pair, you can you, tell. it's easy to tell. 
If you have any attention to detail whatsoever, mm-hmm. you could tell that that's a fake Fukijama. But like, it was the funniest part about that was like his reaction. If I was him, if I'm Fatcha, I would have been like, "Ha ha! I got got. I'm a fucking millionaire. I'm a fucking legend. Why is this bothering me so much? It's you know, I got got. Whatever. I know the guy who actually had the pair that sold it to Joe back in in Florida. I know him. Oh wow. Like he reached out to me when this when this was going, going down. down. I even knew him before that. He was like, "Yeah, I had him at a show, some sneaker show in Miami. He sold it to Siraj, who Siraj, I guess he middlemaned it to Joe. Uh-huh. And yeah, like he he reached out to me. He was like, "Yeah, I, I that was my pair. I didn't even I don't know if he knew it was fake. Probably, he, not. probably not. Probably not. Probably cause, not because he has a good collection himself. Yeah, he probably didn't know. Yeah. So like that that live went down. So before Joe went live that night, I was I. I don't really watch his lives. I, you know, I see he goes live sometimes, but I'm like, he's definitely going to mention this shit. I'm watching this live. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I screen recorded before he, as soon as he goes live, I'm like, dude, this dude is definitely mentioning this shit tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm at my fucking parents' house with fucking, with Adrian. And that's the clip I played just for you all yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I post <laughs> that and, you know, I do a little troll shit. I'll call you out collection for collection when it takes 100K. Uh, that, that was, at one point, not going to say overall collection, I would have, quote unquote, beat him. But Air Force Ones alone, he wasn't touching my collection at so. one point. No, no. Well, now you sold them all, so. Yeah, now, no, yeah. Now, wow. he'll, beat, now he'll beat me, no question. Just, just Air Forces I'm talking about. At one point, he wasn't touching my collection. But he's Joe. Like he'll, He has connections. He can out, get whatever he ass. wants. He'll get whatever he wants, bro. He's had this shit forever. He's got yeah. Air Force samples. He's got Jordan samples nobody's seen. Stuff he'd never seen, yeah. He posted something the other day with like a Jordan 3. It was like a Carolina Jordan 3 with like Michael Jordan's signature on the on the back of the tongue. Yeah, I'm sure he's got crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, like nobody's ever even seen that. He posted it. So he's got he's got crazy shit nobody's ever seen. So it's like, there, there's no point. Like, But like the funny shit in that whole thing, it was like, people actually thought I could have beat him collection for collection, which is like stupid yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Like everybody's collection, they like their own shit. I love Air Force Ones. I love vintage shit. Yeah. Obviously, I'm gonna think my collection is better than his. It's just what it's just I own. It's what I like. Yeah. It's just fucking preference. Like he's more into Jordans and shit. Like some Jordans I've had, he's never had. Some Air Force I've had, he's never had. Some shit yeah. he has, obviously, I'll never have. Yeah. So it's like the thing that I didn't like is is the level it went. Like, like you said. There was no malice or, or you know, malicious intent behind anything you yeah. said. You were just calling out that they were fake. Should you have privately DM'd him? Yeah, but listen. Could you have? I could have yeah, DM'd him, but listen. But- he told me, oh, you should have DM'd me. Bro, he's Fat Joe, and he's not looking at all his fucking exactly, DMs. Exactly, exactly. Like, people talk, people talk about it like I owed him something. I don't know this guy. Like, yeah, bro, I fucking listened to you fucking rapping growing up, but... Uh- he got mad, bro. Bro, yeah, you're really mad. It's not even people, him. It's people like, close to him got really yo. mad. People I know personally called me that day and said, you take better, it down. You better take this post down now or TS and this certain dude is going to be at your crib. They know where you live. I'm like, bro. Actually, I archived it for about five minutes and I put it back up. Oh, did you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, I got irritated from the guy that called me. You know, I still, you know, we're still cool. I mean, to look, this day. I, I get it. The, the thing about rappers in general is yeah. they tend to be, they're very egotistical. We all know that. Yeah, Kanye West is a prime example. He doesn't want to look bad. Yeah. 
it's not that you were trying to make him look bad. You were just calling him out. The only problem is you did it publicly, so he thought, everybody thought, like, right. and he got all mad. Right. I just don't like how serious they all took it. Like, yeah. the, at the end of the day, this is leather cloth threading. Yeah. It's a fucking, and rubber. It's yeah. a sneaker. There's no reason to Calm threaten me and, and say, you better take this shit down. Or you're, this ain't like you're taking his territory on the block. You're taking 100 grand out yeah. of his pocket. Yeah. You know, you're selling ball on the same block he's selling ball on, and don't relax. Yeah. These guys took yeah, it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just there's certain types of sneaker nerds like Joe knows shoes, but he doesn't know shoes like we know shoes. You know, he doesn't know. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I, I, no. I don't know. No. You don't think so? He doesn't know shoes like <laughs> we know shoes. No. Yeah, I think so. He doesn't know. He'll He'll see a certain shoe and. He'll know what it is, but he won't know, you know. So I, I, I guess that's true to an extent, depending on the time period, right? Maybe when yeah. he was a kid growing up, he knows it all. But when you get to a certain level of of, of, of fame, like he does, yeah, you're not paying attention to the, the yeah, little yeah, man yeah. shit. That, like, why why does, why does would he care to know the shit that we know? Like, he's he got, probably doesn't know a Eurowa Air, Air Max yeah, 1, he's right? Got, he's got, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, the red and white Air Max 1. Yeah, he doesn't know, That's like, Euro names like with, we yeah. know. Like, we, are, we know the nerdy shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. He took it a little personal. I, I probably a lot I of, get it to an extent, but I yeah. also, I just thought, like, the people around him took it a little too seriously. Like, you were taking... Yeah. Not only money at his mouth, but you were spitting on his kids. Like that's like the level. I'm not going to speak yeah. specifically on what calls you were getting, but it was pretty alarming. Yeah, it, it, like people it, were threatening it, it, it your life weird. over yeah, this. Yeah, like two J's DM me, sent me a few voice notes. Like he was like, "I'm disappointed in you." I'm like, "Bro, I don't, I don't know you at all. I've never spoken to you in my life." Why? Yeah, he didn't really say anything bad. It was other people that yeah, were like threatening yeah, yeah. your life, which is I'm not going to say their names. Yeah, but yeah, a little but, crazy. A little it's, it's like, calm the fuck it's down. Like, What's right. the point of doing all this shit? Like we're we're not getting anywhere. You're really not going to come to my crib, and you're not going to do anything. So this is just internet shit. At but this point. even if you were going to come to your crib, why? Yeah, it's sneakers. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Come to my door and say, "Hey, man, how take, old are you? Take the post down now." Right? Like, how small does your cock have to be that you have to get mad <laughs> that somebody called you out on a pair of fucking fulky jamas that were yeah. literally fulky? It, you it, know what it, I mean? It was. It brought so many people joy and laughter. That you can't even be mad about it. It it was just it was just too funny. Yeah, it was like so, it was like a moment in fucking history. Now, oh, uh, it's it's a classic. Then yeah. what's even better is after that, Complex talks about it with yeah. him, and yeah. he brings it up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really bothered. So he him. was on the yeah, he was on full thing full size run, and he brought it up. He was still mad, but he was on the podcast recently, and he was he, you know he, we kind of squashed it. Yeah, it's, I, he was like, "Oh yeah, PGs were friends, blah blah blah." Yeah, I don't give. You a know fuck, what I really but, think, you know. bro? In my opinion, yeah, I think you and Fat Joe need to meet up publicly hmm. and squash it on on Instagram on his Instagram live. Yeah, I think that'd be great uh, for the yeah, culture. That'd be cool, yeah. Because he, he's. I listen, need a pair of those gray pink Friends of Fame Air Force. Oh sure. yeah. Regardless of him, a pair now. <laughs> you'll get one. Don't worry. Regardless of him, like calling you out and stuff and all this. Fat Joe to me seems like a very nice guy. He does. Yeah, yeah. His people huh. got out of pocket. Yeah. But that's just because he put them on for years. They're his ride or dies. I get it. It's a part of the hood game. But I think Fat Joe personally is a nice guy. I think it'd be great if he met up with you. Yeah. Y'all squashed it live. And I think it'd be good for the sneaker culture, man. I think it really I, yeah, would be. It's it's not that serious. I just think it'd be great if you guys. You know, uh, it's a funny story. Um, 
I'm at a Funk Flex car show in like 2006. Shit, I haven't been to one. Man, I remember that. Edison. It was in Edison. So I think I was there. I think I went to that one. Really? It was it was 05 or 06. Buster Rhymes was there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I was there. Really? I might have been, yeah. Pink's, pink Range. I mean, Cam's Pink Range was there. Yes. I made my mom bring me there. Wow, really? I was, like, I was young, yeah. Oh, shit. So, Joe... So, it was a sneaker battle plus the car show. <clears throat> so, I had, I knew some people that was they were displaying shoes. And I had my pink TS with me. And Joe was wearing his shit. And I see him from, from a distance. He was sitting down. And I, I kind of like... I, I get his attention. And I'm like, yeah. I, po- I point at his shoes. And I'm like, how many, how many of those were made? Like, what was the story with those? I think I asked him how many were made or something like that. And he points at me and he goes like with his fingers, he goes like five or six. And I show him my pair that I'm holding. I, I don't think I was wearing them. Uh-huh. I might've been wearing them. I don't know. I think I kept them in desktop though. But I had my pair with me and I showed him my pair and he was like, oh shit. Like he put his- This guy's legit, He yeah. put his hands like on his fucking face like this. Yeah, and he, yeah. Was, he was, yeah, yeah. He I was think, like, dude, I think Fat Joe's a funny, likable guy. And, and you know, anybody that listening, if you know me, you know I'm a fragrance junkie. I'm a fragrance oh, guru. Al's a crazy guy, man. Uh, Fat if Joe's you know actually- you fucking, you're privileged to know him. <laughs> Thank you, my boy. Um, But Fat Joe's a fragrance guy, bro. Oh, is he? Yeah, <laughs> Cats don't know. I know. He loves Killian fragrance. That's like oh. one of his fragrance. I remember him talking once about, uh, it's discontinued now, but it's called Beyond Love. It was one of their first, it was one of Killian's first fragrances that ever came out. Little quick side ramp. The the, the fragrance house called Killian. Hmm. It's a niche fragrance house. Niche meaning it's not a designer brand that does fragrances. They strictly do fragrances, but they also hmm. do like cosmetics, lipsticks and stuff. Hmm. But the owner's name is Killian Hennessy. Mm. And the reason why his last name is Hennessy is because you know, I'm sure you've guessed it by me just saying the name Hennessy. He's a part of the Hennessy heir. He's mm. a part of that family that made the liquor. So a lot of his fragrances tend to be boozy, sweet, you know, whatever, the whole nine. So he's got a fragrance house. Mm. And when he first started, he did a, one of the fragrances, the early ones, was called Beyond Love. And I remember watching an interview of Fat Joe with a with a with a with a a black woman that was a that's like a fragrance reviewer, mm. and he was talking to her about it like on a, on Zoom or something like that. And he said Beyond Love was like one of his fragrance. And if you listen, if you smell Beyond Love, I have it in my house. It's, they don't oh, make it no more. I gotta smell. It's a tube rose based fragrance. It's it's very sweet, really feminine. Fat Joe likes to wear like the feminine leaning fragrances. Mm. It's weird, but he's got a Killian barrel, which they don't make many of those. They're like ten thousand dollars. They're like big barrels with a spigot. Wow. So you could fill up your fragrance bottles. He's a dude. He's a fragrance guy. I remember now that you say that. I remember his uh, his MTV the shoe interview where he looked the shoe. I remember him spraying something. I don't remember him spraying. Something. I remember really? him. Spraying. I gotta watch that again. No, nah, I remember him spraying something. And him saying some shit like, "Yo, that's just, that shit smells good." Or some really? Shit like that. You gotta watch that. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know if it was that. that. I don't know if it was that episode. It was one of those things. Well, he loves Killian. He wears that. He likes um Frederick Malls Carnal Flower. He likes florals, bro. He yeah. likes feminine leaning. Fr- He's a fragrance wow. too, bro. So shout out to Fat Joe. I'm gonna gift him a, a, a give me some. Get him a Killian. Yeah, I'll, I'll hook go you up. Up NYC. Yeah. Yeah, but I think y'all need to publicly. Fat Joe, yeah, if you're yeah. listening, if I see him in person, he's, he's, I'm sure it'll be. If you listening, if if Mayor's listening, any of you cats that are close to the TS, 
I'll set it. I'll drive my boy Paul. Let's just squash this publicly. Let's go for the culture. Calm down. You know, you know what Puni told me when that shit was going Puni. down. Like, <laughs> like a few months after, he was like, "You should take your, uh, you should take your." Remember that crocodile Air Force that came in the suitcase? Oh, of course. There was only like 10, 25 pairs made, twenty pairs. Yes, I remember vividly. I, yeah, I had the I had the the croc all croc pair of the suitcase. He was like, "You should go." In front of up NYC, you should take a picture of those. <laughs> like a week after I posted the Fuki John post, I'm like, bro, I'm not Soul doing Supreme that was going extra. I'm not doing that. Shit. That dude's an OG. What do you want me to get me fucking killed? Soul Supreme's an OG, bro. That dude gets everything yeah, he's got and a anything. Lot of shit. Facts. Bonit. <laughs> so I'd like to ask you, um, what's your opinion on the current state of sneaker collecting? Reselling, internet exclusivity, all that. Because the game is way different than from when you and I were. Yeah. We're heavy into it. it what's your opinion on what it's become? Because it's, it's, it's crazy now. Yeah. It's not the same. The it's boutique not, yeah. life ain't the same. The exclusivity ain't the same. I mean, it's not really special anymore. You, you can still hunt, hunt for shit. If you have money, yeah, like it's not, it's not like you know. But like this dude I know, uh, RB, he he just found like a bunch of original '80s Air Forces that I'm trying to buy from him right now. Really? He found a fucking original '82 at a thrift. He found an original at a thrift. I didn't, I didn't tell you about this. No. The craziest OG haul I've ever seen in my life. How many pairs? Like twelve, thirteen in total. All from a thrift. All high tops. Yeah. All so some dude. old cat had him sitting in yeah. the closet. Somebody told me it was. Uh, it was. It, I don't. I don't think this is true, but somebody told me it was Bismarcky's old collection. Oh yes, I remember now. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. do remember yeah. now. It's possible. Yeah. But a thrift. Come on, his family don't know. All size thirteen. His family don't know. I don't know. Come on, son. I I got a high top from the Hackensack uh, uh, Goodwill over here. I, 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 Goodwill has its really? own auction site. I bought a white black high top for two hundred bucks. They have an auction site. Where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On good, Goodwill.com, wherever the fuck it is. I'll really? Send it to you. Yeah. No shit. I got a ninety-one black white white black high for fucking two hundred bucks. Legit. So I'm trying to buy all his shit now, but he he wants a lot. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You'll make it happen. Yeah, you're, you're it's fucking a, it's, PG. I don't know. It's a you know, everybody's on YouTube. Everybody's doing shoe reviews of shit that they don't, they don't know about. Yeah, it's it's tough. I don't know. People are just making they're making this these shoes their personality. You know, I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know, man. I, I you know, my automatic instinct is to hate on the current state of sneaker collecting. Mm-hmm. I'm not really. I guess you could say I'm retired. Not really. I'm not like what it was. I kind of just like buy stuff to wear now. I don't buy to collect anymore. Yeah. I sold like almost all my shit. But I don't know. It not only does it not feel the same, it's just I don't want to sound like that typical old guy, you know, like yeah. back in my day. But I feel like I find myself like that's a reoccurring theme. Yeah. I don't like what it's become, you know. Kids in my like I told you, when I grew up in the suburbs, right? Cats weren't on that shit. Now mm-hmm. everyone on the planet is into sneakers. Yeah. It's and like it's like the cool thing to do, like be into shoes. You know? The worst is when I, I get like so people cringe. that people that love shoes like they don't even like. They don't. I don't even know if they necessarily like shoes. They just do it's it just just because it looks cool. You know, like I don't know. It got so bad when I started hearing soccer moms talking on the sidelines saying, "Oh yeah, my son, my son's oh, he's a got sneaker the reseller. Scott. Yeah, he's got the Travis Scott. He Air got a pair and made twenty dollars. You know, that that dude, that shit irritates. Yeah. I want to smack and spit on people. Yeah. God, 
You feel me? That it's shit people irritates like, me. Like, like people that come into my, my, my parents' jewelry store in Rye, in Westchester, they're like, they're, they're like, to mention like a sneaker and my mom is like, my mother says, oh, do you know PG on, I, on Instagram? I'm like, bro, who are you? We're not in the same fucking realm. Like, That's still cool, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, any of the Tom, Dick, and Harry coming into the shop, they're like, you know, they know a few sneakers. You know how it is, my, my G. And my mom's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's it's a totally different world of sneakers. It's, yeah. not, it's not the same. It's not the I same know, thing. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah, but... Whatever. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, but I mean, the thing is, is like, it's kind of like with music. Like, I'm a big music head, and like a lot yeah. of the newer hip hop, I'm not really the biggest fan of. But I, I try to put my mind in a state where I have to realize it's for the kids. Yeah, it's a different time. You have to listen to it with a different ear. Yeah. So I try to implement that same type of mindset with sneakers, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. it's it's tough. Yeah, it's, I don't fucking like yeah. it. There's a lot of shit coming out right now that is. Just looks and it's impossible with the internet and the bots. Yeah. It's like, how do you fuck if you don't know people, you ain't getting shit, my G. That's why I just make fucking IDs. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking hundreds of them. I just make Nike Bayous. That's it. One interesting thing and dynamic <laughs> regarding the sneaker culture is the whole rising of these sneaker bootleggers because i'm sorry mm. that's exactly what they fucking are i'm oh. talking about your yeah. geigers your sayas yeah and your my favorite bootlegger of all time oh, is boy. cool key oh boy i think it's kai is it kai i think so cool cock <laughs> that's what it is to me cock i think that guy see you block me actually what's your really yeah what's your you know even though Sai is annoying like, bro, he, I like some of the stuff he does. It's just that it's still bootlegging. All the colorways are based on Nike shit. You can't yeah. tell me you're a fucking creative and you're copying everything Nike does. I know, but I guess there's a fine line between between. At least some of, his, some of his silhouettes are not That's looking like saying. Nikes. That's why Kai I like Saya. and fucking Geiger are exactly like Nike. That's why I like Saya. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I yeah. do like some of Geiger's stuff. Nah, not no like his sneakers, no but like some stuff he does. But the cool key to me is his sneakers are straight up Jordan ones. Yeah, they're fucking garbage. Yeah, I have friends that are friends with him. I'm mm -hmm. sorry if I'm offending you and you're listening to this, yeah. but I don't understand it. And the audacity that he has is remarkable. Yeah, the it's like he, it's like delusion. I don't know who the like, fuck you think you are. Is what I want to know. And how does he have all this? You people are feeding this guy. It's not even his fault. It's it's all the fucking consumers and people. That's what that I'm saying. How him. are you feeding this guy all this bread? Because he's making cheese off you, <laughs> off of bootlegs. Bro, I've watched TikTok videos of them bending his soles yeah, back yeah. and forth. Quality's bad, right? My guy, it's like silly putty. Yeah. Come on, son. Jimmy, what's wrong with you, Jimmy McCoy? <laughs> Come on, my guy. That's his boy. Now, listen, I ain't trying to knock Go nobody's Jimmy. hustle. You know what I mean? Listen, Cool Key became very wealthy off this stuff. God bless you. I just don't like when you get stupid and start talking. Listen, you got, you got, got. Relax. Realize you are a biter. Just admit it. I'm not knocking on your hustle. I'm knocking on your audacity. And he's fucking, the audacity is <laughs> insane, my, my G. Did he win that lawsuit? Or I don't know. It's kind of vague. Like, what I happened? I said he lost it, but he's still But he's still pumping, so he must have not lost. I don't know. He must have probably had to pay a large fee, and then, I don't know. Look, like I said, I'm not trying to knock his hustle. He's probably feeding his family generations. 
I'm not trying to take money in nobody's mouth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just that like, how are you? What's that guy? Lotta, Jason, whatever the fuck. Warta. What, what's that guy's Warren name? Lotta's? Yes, that yeah. guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a fucking retard. Yeah. That guy. You don't really hear peeps out of his mouth. I think he, he makes clothes now. Yeah, but he got caught with his pants down, ate it. Yeah. Why isn't he this was, kid like, doing eating dunks it? with like like a ski mask, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, okay, you got away with it for years. Eat you it. just you just it's it's very black and white. You you can't call yourself a fucking master creative if you're copying something that already exists. It's very simple. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, there's a fine line between inspiration and you know, like. All you're doing is fucking adding something to something that already exists. You're I know. Not, you're not know. creating your own thing. I know. But that's why Saya, I don't mind because mm. he actually physically designs, it changes things. Yeah. You know, Most he does clothing, based on gl- glasses. Nike, Obviously, a lot of the stuff's inspired by stuff that's already there. That's okay. But mm. I don't mind him because he's actually pushing the pen. He's creating. Yeah. He's doing things that these cats aren't doing. Yeah, here you go. I don't know. I think it's a little weird. The mischief thing is another weird topic. Yeah. I enjoy some of the stuff they do. It's a, I think yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, it's like it's, all for like, it's all for fucking clicks. I don't know. But then what it's, it's like, what about Bape, right? Bape was the original counterfeiters of our generation. I don't know. You can, you, I don't think you could include Bape in that shit. It was only the Air Force, right? I mean, everything yeah. else, they, they pretty much innovated from the ground up. The full zips with the camo and all that. That's pretty yeah, ingenious. That, that, that's all them, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, I just wanted to know your opinion on all these sneaker biters and stuff. It, it, it kind of ruffles my feathers. You know how many times I've made videos and then deleted not them and not them? post yeah. them? Yeah. yeah. Because my, my shout out, my boy Manka, my boy Manka's boys with Key or yeah. Kai, yeah, whatever. And I don't want to offend his peoples. This is, I'm sure that kid, cool Kai is a nice guy in real life. Yeah. I'm sure. But I mean, I just, you know, I, you can't sit there and say you're not biting an Air Force, I mean, an Air Jordan. Yeah, you can't. When you're fuck, it's it's a fucking Air Jordan One, shittier yeah. material with a lightning bolt, with a light, with a David Bowie lightning bolt. I'm <laughs> sure David Bowie could come at you for double plagiarization. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, the sneaker culture of collecting and investment is beyond the point of like being. How do I put it? Wide, widely accepted. By the general public, sneakers are now um, being auctioned off. You know, being featured. It's the most. You know, now they're being featured on the most prestigious, prestigious and well-respected modern art auction site of all time, which is you brought up earlier, Sotheby's. Present day, you you single-handedly with Punit are making history. We're starting to see sneakers being auctioned off on the same stuff that like. The most famous artists of all time are being auctioned on that same auction block. That's fucking absolutely absurd. Yep. You sold quite possibly before you sold the Fujijama, uh, one of the most expensive shoes sold to date, which was the Scar Air Force One. That's fucking unbelievable. Can you tell me how? First, tell me how the whole Sotheby situation came about. I'm assuming Punyit had a lot to do with that. Yeah. Um, I think when he was dealing with them at first and he was just like, do you want to start selling with them? And I said, fuck it, why not? 
How did he start dealing with them though? Like how does because like Sotheby's is like a fine auction house. <clears throat> fine this is art like at the beginning house. of when they first started dealing with shoes. Like I, I think only in like the, the past year and a half, two years, have they been like going hard with shoes. I think our first auction was 2020, maybe. That was before the scar. I think it was before. I think we had one before the scar. Yeah. Okay. And then they just their marketplace just started popping up, like. Year and a half ago, maybe year ago. That's fucking bizarre, dude. Yeah. So I don't know. They just they they just they just reached out to him, or did he like build that relationship on his own? I'm, I'm not sure. Really, I'd have to ask him. I guess I suppose. But I think they started bef- sneakers before they they dealt with him. They were just like getting their feet wet with shoes. Interesting. And then they started, I think it was like one of the first few sneaker auctions and we, I put the scars in. It was like a bunch of other shit. The scars went for a fucking stupid amount. Yeah, know. what did they, what, that, that was at the time, that was probably the, the biggest selling yeah. shoe of all time, right? That was the most expensive shoe ever sold. Air, Air Force, yeah. Yeah, what did it go for, 125? Yeah. That's fucking, what size is it? 11 and a half. And you have like four left. I got two left. <laughs> oh, you got rid of the others? Yeah, I had like 12 total. I mean that that's fucking how many were made of those scars? Can you explain 50, to the listeners? Something. Like I said, a lot of my listeners aren't sneaker people. So yeah. can you explain what the Scar Air Force One is to them in layman's terms? So Scar's Pizza um shop on Orchard Street, downtown New York. Okay. Um Scar was close with Clark Kent, so he has a Clark has a close God's favorite DJ. He has a close relationship with Nike, so I don't know if it was Scar's idea or Clark's idea to make an Air Force, but somehow an Air Force One came about. They made it only for friends and family. They had a party at Scar's Pizza, August 2019. Special like, invite, right? Yeah. So invite I, only. I was there. I got I got my 11 and a half. Not the pair I sold the auction. That was that was a different pair. I still have mine. Signed by Scar, Audi, co-owner of Scar's and, and the car. I still got my pair. Wow. Uh, even though people think I sold my pair, I still got them. You just were able pictures. to acquire others. Yeah. So basically, I, I just hit up random people on IG. I texted people, friends are friends. I said, are you selling your pair? I said, yeah, fuck it. Give me, give me 4K. Give me 5K. Yeah, so how many were, were made in general? <clears throat> I They say 48, but it, it was like I think it was like 50 to 60. I, I guess you got to incorporate B grades and things like that, right? Because yeah. didn't you find a big grade from somebody in an outlet? Yeah, somebody found a pair at Burlington. Uh, not Burlington. Uh, That's bizarre, son. That's crazy. Whoa, How's that happen, that? yo? Oh, Nordstrom Rack. I think it was Nordstrom Rack. How did that Rack. happen, son? I don't know. I think some pairs that Nike gets, like some bulk or their like leftover shit or like B grades, they pile into some... They sell to like secondhand stores like TJ Maxx and shit like that. Yeah, but scars, yo, that's pretty wild. I don't know how that ended up. In, it was a B grade, right? Yeah, no, it was. No, oh, it was. It was, it was straight was on. Size seven and a half, I think. Wow. It was a regular pair. I think he still has them. Oh, you never got them off that kid. No, I, I never bought. I never bought his pair. Oh, no. I thought you ended up Mm-mm. buying them. That's interesting. Mm-mm. That's that, that's pretty wild. Yeah, but man. now, but like, I don't know. Auction. Some certain shit happens at auction that. Doesn't happen in on the in the normal market. I can't get. It's the heat of the moment. I yeah, think is yeah. What it is. I, I can't get even ten k for my pair right now. I can, I'm sure somebody, but. Well, I think it's not only the heat of the moment, but it's the 
the the type of people that are searching for that stuff at the moment that it's at the auction. Like the guy that you bought that, know. I'm sure. It could be just like, like some rich dude that just that just throws care. money at whatever. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. That's that's pretty fucking. Because they can't tell me who bought it, so I have no idea. Yeah. So you you continue to sell shoes at this auction house, don't you? It's like a regular thing for you now at this point. Yeah, I, I I've sold a couple more auctions. I've got lucky at. I've I, I can't even remember right now the exact shoes, but. Didn't you sell another one that was like almost the same value as the scar? Like the gold entourage? Yeah, right? That was about the same amount? I was like, no, nah, it's like 125, yeah. What country With, did that go to? Do you ever find that stuff out or no? No. Nobody, nobody even posted it. I have no idea who bought that. Wow. It had to be overseas. I, I don't know. I don't think anybody in the but States would buy it. Dude, when it comes that. to sneaker collecting, that shoe, I'm, I'm pretty sad you sold it. That's gold like, entourage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like I one know somebody of the, else in Jersey actually has a pair. Really? Yeah, he's, he, he just won't sell it. What size is it? 11. Wow, your size. My size with the wooden box. The one that you sold, was it your size? It was a 10 or it 10 wasn't, and a half. It, it wasn't it with was the wooden a, box, though. It was. It was a white wooden box. It was, oh, it was, it was a box. Dylan's pair. What the fuck is it? Johnny. Oh, it was his? What was his name on Matt the show? Matt Dylan's brother? Matt Dylan's brother, yeah. Wow. What was his name? I forget his name. I love that cat. That was his pair. Drama. It said drama, drama on the box. It was, yeah, it, it had drama sketched out on the box. That's uh, bizarre, son. I was sick. You regret that? No. Yeah, because that bread is, that bread is Me flames. and Puni split that, yeah. That wasn't Born all me. That wasn't all me. Yeah, that shit is wild, though. So that now that you continue to wheel and deal in some of the rarest and most expensive shoes on the planet, uh, what's the most expensive shoe that you ever purchased? To date. Hmm. Not sold. Purchased. Uh, I don't think it was anything. Was that crazy? Was the Fuki like, Jama the most expensive or not even? Fuki Jama, we only spent 30 on. <laughs> so we bought that shit for 30K. We flipped that shit for 120 racks. So. That shit is bananas, bro. You owe me dinner at Nobu, you heard? <laughs> Whatever you want. But like, even now, it's like, it's nothing to spend like. 10k 20k on a shoe which is but, crazy but i'm not i'm not buying that to keep it I'm, of course i'm gonna flip it so yeah. whatever i'll spend 20 no problem if i'm gonna flip it for 25 30 40 yeah yeah yeah. why am i not gonna buy it no i understand <clears throat> but there's only a few shoes on the market now that command that fucking price yeah some jordan crazy yeah signed Kobe like game worn yeah. right like there's some off white shit. Like my guy sold a few LV and Louis Vuitton friends and families for 30, 40, 50 k. Nice ones. You had nice ones. You had very purple, nice. Purple. I just recently sold for forty five thousand. The purple was gorgeous. Yeah, that shit was lovely. The purple was going for fucking seventy, eighty last year. And uh, San Cocho. I sold my fucking purple pair, my orange pair, my blue, baby blue pair. Yeah, you had almost all. Did you have the red? Nah. He said, "No, I, could, I couldn't. It would, to nah. get the whole collection, when he's trying to collect to complete his collection now, what does he, he have? He's got four. He's got, he's got purple, green, yellow. I gotta get Puny in here. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta. You think he come here? Yeah, he come here. You think so? I gotta get him in here. He was not complex, but complex ain't unadulterated like this. You heard? He come. He come. We get it in on this podcast. <laughs> we keep it. We keep it triple X. You heard? Pause. <clears throat> but yeah, choose um." Let me ask you this. Shoes are helping out right now. Go ahead. What's the rarest shoe you ever purchased? Because rarity doesn't necessarily equate to value. Yeah. At all. Speaking I mean, there, of there, one of one. There, there's been a bunch of one of ones I've had, but 
What's your favorite one of one you ever purchased, do you think? Not the Bobito. I doubt that's your favorite. Bobito Low is probably my favorite one. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one is fire. White, I like that one a lot. White burgundy gum bottom. <sighs> my favorite? Damn. I'm a sucker for gum bottoms, my G. Man. You know, I always thought that TS, the gray one with the, the, with gray the, with the white check, but it has like the pink, the gray and the pink one. That's the Friends and Family that just came out. But yeah, but, but the, but original, the original was the same about. shit, but different material. So yeah. the original was a clear pink bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was gum the way it aged. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, I always thought that was gum. It was clear, yeah. And you but showed me that recent pink. Yeah. I love that shit. I have that shit too. That's my favorite TS besides the neon one. That gray neon, they they gotta do Yo. that. They gotta do that again. Yo, that shit is that shit is flames. Man, what what else do I have? There's there's so many, man. I don't know. I know you got a lot of heat. A lot of vintage shit I got. Yeah. There's, there's too many. A lot of vintage heat rocks. I still got to find those Air Max Deluxes for you. I don't know if I ever sold them if they're in, upstairs in a box. But you, they're going to they crumble anyway. I have a garbage bag upstairs <laughs> filled with just random shit. I'm talking like Escape Air Force Ones, Loden yeah. SB Dunk Lows, like, like used shit. I heat need those. All up there. You want the Lodens? They're, you. they're 12s. <laughs> you want them? <laughs> you want those? I need the Deluxe. You want the deluxe? A deluxe, the gray swirl with the yellow and the black. You know, I got it. I had and them that all. that blue flame with the flame on the yeah, side? I had those. Oh, man. Remember those? <sighs> Air Max, though. I didn't get the re-releases, bro. I'm pretty upset about that. I don't uh -huh. buy shoes no more, bro. I'm not a shoe dini like yeah. I was. It's too many. It's not worth it. I'm a fucking herb now. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a pod, I'm a pod dini. <laughs> pod dini. You know shoe so dini. What are your plans for the future? Uh... Do you have anything grand in the in the in the in the pipe, or are you just waiting? <clears throat> I mean, not really. Just fucking keep crack. doing what you're doing. Keep just trucking along. Just cracking domes. I hear that. So <clears throat> I, I I can't have this podcast with you and not bring this up. Okay. Please, man. You gotta you gotta tell us all about that special trip that you had to Oregon. <clears throat> wow, that was nuts. You have to because. I kept it inside for a long time. I wasn't supposed to talk about it. Yeah. And you finally kind of briefly touched on it. Could you please, please tell us what's going on with that? So you got it. You got to tell everybody about that. What happened when you went to Oregon? How'd that come to be? Lay it all so, out for me, Papa. Okay. So my boy, Tom from InStyle Shoes. InStyle Shoes, 1999. I love his page, IG. by the way. Yeah. I follow his page heavy. Yeah, Tom's the best. He just got me a good gift from my uh, my daughter's coming in three weeks. Oh, got shout out a, Jewel. Got me a nice book. Shout out Jewel. Baby Jewel. So I think he reached out to me and Puneet, and he was like, he was in contact with the original people that introduced the Air Force One. Wow. Somehow he knew like one guy in Baltimore. I think his name is Coach. Like he he goes by Coach. He was like one of the first uh PLMs, product line managers. No shit. And so long story short, we go to Oregon. Everybody who had something to do with the Air Force One was there. Bruce Kilgore was there. Freaking Insane. guy who made the Air Force One, designed Insane. the Air Force One. I, I have videos on my phone I could show you. Like so, before we started, so we shot a documentary, and this is the first time all these guys are to, been together in the same room in like in years, twenty years maybe. Yeah. So 
you had it all set up with a table and you yeah, guys yeah, had yeah. a we whole had, thing like, real set up. cameras. We, we hired, pictures, yeah. we hired like, you know, it was like real lights in the room and shit. So we bought like from our own collections, we brought like original air forces to set up and like to give them to talk while they're like explaining what's going on in the early yeah. days. Yeah. So Bruce is there. Like I shook Bruce's hand. I was like, fucking, I was like, I was like ready to cry. I was like, bro, that's I, crazy. I, bro. I fucking love you. <laughs> So I was like, hey, man, hey, Bruce, hey, sir, Bruce, I'm Paul. He was like, hey, Paul, I'm Bruce. Nice to meet you. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I wish somebody taped that shit. I should have <laughs> told Abdul to post that. Yeah, Abdul was there. Um, my boy Scott, Scott Rennis on Instagram. His name is Ryan, actually. Shout out Abdul, bro. Yeah. So Abdul had like one of the best panels. Like we each had to go up there and like say something about like our meaning, Air Force One meaning to us. I think it was like me, Puneet, and, and, and Ryan on one panel. You must have been nervous like, as hell. We said something. Yeah, I was, running. I was nervous as fuck, yeah. I would have been. Yeah. So, but like, just seeing like, even before we, we recorded, we, all the original guys, like we were just like in a circle and I had this on tape. I was just like taping them, like shooting this shit. Yeah. Like just talking about, like Puneet had his original 83 white silver high and he like gave it to one of the guys and he, they were like explaining how this all came about. Wow. And like the day after we, we went to like a bar with them and like we're, we're hanging out with all the original guys and I'm like showing them pictures on my Instagram. I'm like, hey, do you remember this? Do you remember this? And they're like, they're like telling me backstories on all these shoes. It was like the coolest fucking two days of my life, bro. It was it was fucking nuts. Didn't you get like um you I, all had a white on white signed by yeah, all of them? I had I had I put my two thousand and one white on white. The whole fucking team signed this, that wow. shit. Bruce signed one of the... I had them each sign each shoe. So, like, on each shoe, their signature is in a different place. Oh. Yeah. So I'm Bruce, surprised you didn't bring a mid. Nah, fuck the mids. Because you love mids, nah, we need the low tie for that signature. <laughs> you love mids, son. I should have brought a bunch. When the fuck is this documentary coming out, dude? Man, I, I was so hoping to watch it. I just it. had lunch with Tom last week. He was... He's trying to do something with it. I don't know. Maybe like introduce it through complex or something. Is it done? Is it edited? I don't think it's fully it's fully done. I think he's he's trying to add He's trying to pitch it to somebody. I think he's trying to add different genres to the doc. Like he's trying to do like an Air Force One, an Air Max segment, or a part, and Jordan part. Well, did he ever film any parts for the other? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. Come on, bro. It's never going to come out. No, it, it'll come out. It'll come out. I want to watch it so bad. Me too. You've been shit. teasing I it for see how it long too. to me. That shit happened 2020. A couple years ago, yeah. Was that 2021? I think yeah. so. It's been yeah. a couple years. Easy, man. Oh, my God. But that was a great experience. Wow. Thank <clears throat> well, you, Tom. You personally, your life is about to change in a big way. You're getting oh, yeah. married to the love of your life. Shout out. Shout out my Puerto Rican beacon, Adrian. Shout out, Adrian. Love you. Shout out, Adrian. And uh, you're both about to have a baby girl, Jewel, Jewel, which we uh, just celebrated last weekend. Oh, yeah. That, that was a baby good time. shower in Brooklyn. That was the first time that I got to long, meet. That was a long hike for you guys. Puneet. <laughs> <laughs> I love Puneet. I love saying his name, bro. Oh, man. It was so, a good time. You finally met my family. That was wild. Dude, I love it your mom so much. It was for like so two much. seconds, but it was cool. I can't describe how much I love your mother. Mm-hmm. The only way I could describe it is... Nobody's ever said a bad word about my mom, ever. I want to hang crazy. out with her. I want to give her the biggest, longest hug. Yeah, she's the best. You know, I, I don't have a mom anymore, so like... Well, I have a mom, but she's yeah. not here. Yeah, yeah. So like, I love when I can meet another mother that 
has your mom has a glow about her. I yeah. can't describe it. Yeah. It's weird. When she smiles, she sparkles. It's Thank weird you. to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean that in the most respectful way. She's Thank just you. a she has a glow about her. It makes me uh makes me feel warm inside, you know. Thank you, bro. You make I'm, I'm starting to cry now <laughs> thinking about it. No, nah, if you if you hang out with her, you definitely uh, you appreciate her more, yeah. Yeah, I do. So I wanna, you know, the the last time besides my mother when I when I met another figure that like I loved like a mother was my ex girlfriend. Mm. Uh, hate her. She yeah, yeah, sucks. Yeah. Fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate that bitch. But her mom, I always felt a connection with. Her mom was a very warm, loving, caring woman. And I'm a very emotional guy, so I can, you know, whenever I meet somebody that comes across my path that has that warmth to them, yeah, I, I uh, attract to them. And uh, when I met your mom for the first time, I was like, man, she's got that that glow, yeah. that that motherly loving, caring soul. When she smiles, lights up the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a special mom, bro. Hug her, hug her every every chance you can get. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you, bro. Yeah. You come by tomorrow, she's coming over. I should, man. I love your mom. <laughs> We're only half hour from you. We're in Jersey now. Yeah, thank God. Jersey hard. <laughs> Jersey hard. Fuck, uh, fuck NYC, man. <laughs> Al hates New York. I hate he's New York. He's been in New York bro. three times in his life, but, he's hates, but he hates it. Well, actually, no. Al went to college in New York. Yeah, I went to IER, the the the, the shitbox <laughs> Institute of Audio Research, which is now defunct. But wow, I had a good time. You know, I can't lie. Even though I don't like traveling to New York, I don't like. Um, mm. It's a mentally exhausting place for me. Mm. But when I went to school there, and, and I got to, you know, my school was on University Place, so it was like right smack dab in the middle of of a Union Square Park. In Washington Square Park, right by the Ralph Lauren Rugby Store, mm. you know, I gotta say I enjoyed the the times that I went there. You know, when I was done with class and I could walk around and go to these parks, and that's the best part about New York is the people. The interesting, yeah. it's a melting pot of all these different demographics and, and and walks of life. Well, it's only Manhattan's like I don't know. Certain parts are weird. You got to go to like the boroughs. You got to go to Queens. You got to go to Brooklyn. You got to go to Bronx. Yeah, it's just too exhausting. Yeah. You know, Jersey Hall. far, yeah. No, I love Jersey. I New always love Jersey, man. I don't know. I feel at home in Jersey. So we we got a condo in at the end of July. We're Jersey residents now, me and Adrian, and Jewel coming soon. Fresh. We're just living in Jersey now. Jersey's New the York. best. Where the fuck New York, bro? New York's <laughs> the best, bro. No, no, no. Nah, New, nah, New York is the best. Fuck New York. No, no, no. Yeah, I can't. It's not but my I love thing. Jersey. I don't know. I always love Jersey. I don't know why. Yeah, Jersey's the Shout best. Shout out to Syed. Syed made me love Jersey. My boy Do- Syed. Dr. Syed. Dr. Syed. Wow. I met him for the first time we this weekend. We hung out too. in Jersey early 2000s, mid 2000s. It just made me love having a love for Jersey. I'm not sure why, but I just love, always love Jersey. My, my uncle got a house in Asbury Park, spent a few summers there. I still have yet to go there yet. Mm. I got to go down there. You're, this um, next summer when my, my daughter is born. So the summer 2013, I had a I had a year clean, and I, I I took care of my aunt, well his my uncle's aunt that passed away. So my great aunt, yeah, my grandma's sister, she had she owned the house in Asbury Park, and I had a year clean. And my uncle was like, "Hey, you're not doing anything. Spend the summer in Asbury. Take watch over her. She was like late 80s. You know, she can't really take care of herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I, I stayed there the whole summer, and that kind of that kind of helped me get like in my recovery too. That was like the first summer I, which I actually felt normal. I, I ran that boardwalk 
uh, like every every morning, every oh, afternoon, yeah? I ran. I lost like thirty pounds that summer. Oh wow! Because the first year you get clean, you're eating, eating. You want to fucking you want to, you know, fill the void of the fucking drugs. So I I gained like forty pounds when I my first year I got clean. I was like two sixty five. Damn. So I I got down to like two fifteen two ten that summer. Right now, wow. like, right now I'm like two thirty five. Still, oh, kind of, yeah? still kind of heavy, yeah. I carry you well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I got a I got a little muscle on me. Absolute. But yeah, shout out to Asbury Park. Shout out to Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. New Jerusalem, baby. New Jeru. I love Jersey. Yeah, you know, I don't know if it's because I've lived here my whole life, but I don't really plan on leaving. I love it. No. You know, I'm a hop skipping and jump away from the, the hoodest of the hoodlum. That's it. You're you got everything around here. New York's thirty minutes away. Thirty. What baby. else do you want? Philly's right next door. I go to the beach if I want. And then there's Shield. a beach here. The malls are great. The fucking they pumped your gas here. Best pizza on the planet. All right, I don't, on know, the about, I don't know about that. Planet. Nah, I had better in New York. Nah, you bugging son. There's good food here. Well, that's Best. it. What else do you want? Yeah, everything, you everything is here. All four seasons. I get to wet my nuts in the <laughs> summer. I get to freeze them in the winter. I got, I got everything. I keep it a keep it a buck fifty. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> since you're gonna have a daughter. Which is crazy. Your life's about to change, son. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No sleep. How many pairs of shoes does she have already? Um, I know she's got a bunch. It's about 15, maybe? That's 15 pairs. That's sick. <laughs> Something wrong with us. She's probably got heat I mean, rocks, I mean, too. Six of those are gifts, so. Don't matter. Yeah. All right. She's only going to be laced with the finest. <laughs> I can't wait to meet her, bro. Crazy. The, the first week, I got to go up there. I got to come out to North Berkeley. Are you vaxxed? Of course. <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never doing it again. I'll tell you that. No? Nah? No. Nah. I just I'm got good. the flu shot yesterday. No, nah, I don't do that either. No? No. Nah. I'm good, bro. Mm. I got the first I got the first vax. You know, my dad's older. So like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And then uh, after all these boosters, nah. I never got boosted. I'm not getting another one. Yeah. I got. I think I got two boosters. Maybe one or two. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's in my head. I feel like my body changed after I got the vaccine. It could yeah, be in my head. I don't think so. I think it's uh, in your head. But I don't want to. You know, my cousin's actually a victim of uh He's got pot syndrome now. The vaccine fucked him up for the rest of his life. Obviously, he's a rare case, and it's, that doesn't happen often. But my but the cousin, cousin in Cali? Yeah. Supposed to get married in Cali? He did get married in Cali. Oh. That did was you, the one. Did, yeah, he, did you I go? didn't go. No, I wish oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But he got COVID right before. He, was, he had oh, COVID yeah, during his yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, he got canceled. And I right? got paranoid. I didn't go. Fuck. I, I wish I went. But uh, he suffers currently from pot syndrome, man. And, and you know, you know, they strongly believe it's it's from the, the COVID vaccine. So, like, I'm kind of like, ah. Like, again, I've met people that have gotten the flu vaccine and have gotten uh, whatever that's called where they get paralyzed from it temporarily and then they come back. Yeah. It's a rare case. It doesn't mean everybody's going to get it. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know, you know? I think... Yeah, you know, I Adrian's know. real like... I'm good. Everybody's got to get the, the whooping cough shot. Because like, yeah. infants get sick easily. So I, 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 I don't want that. fucking... You have everybody to. coming to my house and kissing my baby and, of course, and getting of sick course. and getting the RSV and shit like that. You have to get the, the, yeah. um, the TDAP and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm not getting any COVID vaccines now. I'm not doing it anymore. No. Yeah, my, my, my parents got to get the TDAP too and before coming over. Yeah, I got it. I mean, it's whatever. When I have my kid, you, you, want, you want your kid as safe as possible. Whatever you have to do. Yeah. You know, you do it. Closing yes, out, I want to give a shout out. 
to the Hayastan group chat. Hayastan. That's Armenian. Armenian, baby. I'm the only... Okay, so listen. (laughs) Al's the only non-Armenian in our group chat. I fucking talk to this guy every single day of my life. (laughs) It's an Instagram group chat, by the way. So like in the past two years, me and Al got really close. Um... Has it been two years? I mean, past, a little more past, actually, more past few years, probably more. Even before this group chat, he's only been in the chat for what, like a year. I mean, I've known you for well over fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the past few years through IG, we've gotten closer. Yeah, yeah. But he's in our group chat, and one day I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna invite Al in our group chat. Fuck it. Because <laughs> I, I invited you, right? It was either you or Wahesh. Yeah, I think it was yeah, you. I think it was me. Yeah. So Al's the only non-Armenian in our group chat. Um, the only non-Armenian, if I literally. What happened in, happens in this group chat on the daily? We'd, we'd probably all be in jail. <laughs> Or be canceled. It's the wildest Instagram group chat on the planet. I'm happy to be members. Shout out to but Matthew Welty of Complex is one of the members. Shout out yeah, Mahesh, Larry, Ari, Fremi. Who else is in there now? Uh, we got new. We got Hagi, two new members. Ari. We got Hagop. And we got Hagop. Ari, Ari the jeweler. The other Ari the jeweler. Shout yeah. out Ari the jeweler. I, I love the new members, by the way. I think that's it. Yeah. Shout they're, out Hagop and Ari. They're fucking hilarious. Bro. Hagop sold me my condo. Ar, uh, Thank you, Hugo. I want to give a shout out to Armin. I love Armin, even though he's not in there no more. That's my guy. Shout out Armin. He's my a boy, Armin. He's an animal, bro. Yeah. Shout out to the Armenians, bro. Shout out to Stretch, my boy Stretchington. Oh, yeah, Stretch is in there. You know, I reached out to him recently. I'm going to do a podcast with him next time he comes to New York. Oh, yeah? Because, bro, I never knew anything about the Armenian genocide and all this stuff. Yeah. But, but since I became friends with you guys, I started to learn a lot about the Armenian culture mm. and... You know, I learned about the, the the stuff with the Turks and stuff, and I'm like, whoa! Like, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't privy to all this stuff. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. So, and Stretch is like the most Armenian Armenian I've God, ever Garin met in my would life. Be, he would be. Garden is the best. Garden would be a good guest. Yeah. I reached out to him. I said, Yo, next time you're in New York, I'd love to do a he's, podcast. He's a, he's a with talker. Him. Yeah. Dude, I just want him to educate me live yeah. on yeah. the pod about you know are the Armenian genocide and what's been going on and what's not being exposed to the, to the new media. You know, they're covering tons of stuff about Israel and stuff, yeah. but they're not saying nothing about Armenia, yeah. who's suffering. So I would love to have him, and he's, yeah. he's all about it. That'd media, be a great yeah. podcast. Media's fucked up. Shout out to my, my boy Godin, bro, my boy Stretchington, baby. <laughs> the whole group chat, I love the group chat. Who else am I leaving out? Big it's, Dick Ricky, pause. It's, yeah, Big Dick Rick. Is, who it's who every, else in that every, chat? I think, I think we covered everybody. Did we? <clears throat> you sure? Every day it's fucking... Is entertaining. What about Sean? He never talks. I think I kicked him out. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he never talks, Sean. Isn't he related to Armin and yeah, uh, Haig? Yeah, 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 Shout yeah. out Haig. Yeah. Shout out Haig. Shout he's, out my boy Haig and Haig's Armin. Not in there anymore. I love Armin, bro. As crazy as he's, I love that guy. Adrian hates that chat because I'm. I'll, we'll be on the couch and I'll just be laughing at my phone, and she'll be like, "What the fuck is so funny?" <laughs> I'll just be fucking laughing, even in bed. We're just, we're just oh, laying in man. bed before before we go to sleep. I'll just be cracking up on my fucking yeah. phone. She'd be like, Paul, shut the fuck up already. I gotta tell you, it's a good She'd group chat. She'd be like, chat. get the fuck out of my bed. She'd be like, get out of bed. Or stop <laughs> laughing. It's a good group chat, but I had to, I had to, I had to silence it so that like, while oh, I'm you at have work. To mute it. it's, it's all, it's all day long. Holy shit. There's no way you could get notifications all day long. But it's shocking. You have it, to mute it. It's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best group chat ever. And then, listen, I can't forget, I gotta give a shout out to the RL list. Oh, yeah. I know you don't. You're not really active in there anymore, neither yeah, am I, it, it, bro. It's, it's just too much shit in one day. Shout out Eddie Verse. Shout out Pretty Boy Ricky. Shout out my boy Mark. All them cats, man. Shout out Derek. Yo, I'm gonna have Derek in here soon. Come on, bro. He has to come in here. He's down. 
I already he, talked to him about he's it. He's the best guy. He's, uh, he's great. The best talker and writer I've ever seen in my life. Shout he's, out BJ Betts. Oh, my God. I'd love to have him in here. We'll see. If he doesn't live too far. Oh, yeah? I need Let's to see. fucking buy his collection. He's got heat, <laughs> He's bro. got crazy shit. He's got a storage unit filled with gemstones, bro. All right, but, but listen, before we get out of here, we got to say um, what happened originally in January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so listen. This is the second time we're recording this. Second podcast. We recorded this in January. Long story short, we went to go eat before the original pod. I drank too much. Yeah, we got fucked I up. Drank, I drank a dirty <laughs> martini at, at Cheesecake Factory like an asshole. <laughs> I came back to his house. I drank whiskey. Oh, we got I Hibiki. drank a fucking Moscow mule. Yeah, we got fucked up. I, I, was, I, was, I was too drunk. We were both... We got so hammered that podcast. I listened back to it. It was almost unlistenable. We both were so hammered. We don't remember what we even said during it. Okay. <laughs> I listened to about 10 minutes of it. I couldn't do anymore. So um, this is actually our second record. So if you made it this far into the podcast, yeah. this is the second recording we had to do, second attempt. And it's it's a glorious so one. So I, I stayed over his house. I threw up. It was it was a disgusting day. Twice. Yeah, twice. twice. You mother, I'll, do you know I'll, how mad I was the second time you threw up? I'm sorry. I can't I, even I, he explain. had to clean it up. He had to mop it up. I'm sorry. Swiffer? I was Swiffer. on my fucking hands and knees. Oh, my God. Cleaning your vomit. Disgusting. Dude, that second time I was so aggravated. Because <laughs> I cleaned it up. It took me 30 minutes. I haven't, I've, I've never thrown up. I haven't thrown up like that. Maybe like I cleaned up your shit for 30 minutes. And then I walked over. There, I said, look, here's a garbage bag. Damn, here's, here's I did a, outside the garbage I, bag? I gave you a garbage pail with the garbage bag. I said, look, this is fresh. If you have to puke puke in this brand new bag. You're good now. I have something you can puke in. I walk out of the room. I'm talking to my wife. All of a sudden, they hear, hoi, hoi, splash, splash. I'm like, tell me this motherfucker just puked a second time all over my guest room floor. I go in there, puke all over the floor outside of the fucking, bro, I wanted to kill you, bro. So here I am again on my hands and knees. I'm sorry. Cleaning again. So this is why this is our second Attempt. So this is you're actually listening technically to the second recording. Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get this drunk. Sorry. Not yeah, even today close. we're drunk, but we're good. No, nah, no, nah, we're good. We're, we're good. nice and fresh. Well, anyway, thank you, Paul, for coming. It was a pleasure as always. <sighs> I'd you, love bro. to do it again sometime. Hopefully, we can do that that joint effort we were talking about with Giovanni. We'll do it, G. We'll do a triple threat. Triple threat. Let's do it. All right, baby. Thank you. Have right, a have a, have a good night. Thanks, Until bro. next time. Later.